everybody's got excuses, but you got one life to live, one life to give, one moment, one opportunity, boy, that's it, and it's all said and done, when the going gets tough, and the tough gets going, you just go ahead and run, cause opinions are like assholes, everybody has one, they're being constructive, or they jealous of the outcome, it's not about the times you fail, it's about the times you got up. Is. Fact is, you just playing the cards of foolishness. What you think I'm doing is you gotta get up, get going, and just move on. Don't look towards the past, you gotta groove on. You procrastinating now, you gotta get that motivation. I already created a track Gotta get up, get going, and get fucking hype. Go. Welcome everybody to Wrestling Talk Now. You are listening to Thursday Night Rundown. And of course, we will be running down everything and anything wrestling related from Extreme Rules, what we thought about that, to what happened, SmackDown, Raw, AEW, Dynamite, and of course, all of the breaking news that has happened this past week. I am your host, Justin JLB, but I am not alone. I am with... Uh, the two best friends that anyone could have. Let's start it off with Big Red. How are you, good sir? Bonjour, Tormond. I'm good. How is everyone doing? It's Thursday. Bray is back. Hockey's back. Football's there. World Cup is next month. God damn it. Let's talk wrestling. Ooh. All of the sports mentioned, but let's talk about some wrestling. <laughs> let's talk. And, uh, I'm pumped. Surprised you didn't mention your lovely Montreal scabs winning yes. yesterday. You know, Memorial, when the opener, Bleu, Bleu, Rouge, better than the go Habs, go baby. Oh boy, yes. What did I start? <laughs> uh, and of course, we got another fellow Habs fan in the building. Uh, kid crazy, how goes it? The fool, I'm doing good. Hope everybody's okay. Uh, I watched a lot of wrestling this week. Um, should have been 17 hours, but I'll be honest, I wasn't able to do NXT. So it was 15 hours of wrestling that I watched <laughs> just for you. Damn. So I could recap this this uh, wrestling week for all you wrestling fans. I'm here for that. And thank God he does because I watch Raw and I watch SmackDown and then I do other wrestling podcasts and then I completely forget about what happened. So kudos <laughs> to Kid Crazy for being the, uh, for being the memory that I need in my life. So... Um, Love is in breaking the news <laughs> breaking news wise um i guess the uh, area hawani comment uh he did comment on his podcast that he felt uh that one of his worst interviews was the one he did with tony khan just because tony khan really didn't answer anything and we really saw his biasness uh now towards actually being pro wwe um and what do you guys think of tony khan's uh tony khan what do you think of Ariel hawani's comments saying that tony khan was possibly one of his worst interviews and hardest interviews he has ever done i agree uh, with him well yeah it's if <laughs> for anybody who who listened to that podcast or who watched the the interview it seemed kind of um hard to to go through for uh, for ariel um a lot of questions he was asking couldn't really tony couldn't really give an answer to and i understand why he couldn't give an answer to with all these legal um legal backstories that there is to this uh, whole story 
but I, I definitely right. understand how it, it must have been a frustrating interview to conduct. Definitely compared compare compare that Tony uh, Khan interview with uh, with Ariel's interview with MJF, and that was done in kayfabe, so in character, and it was still a much better interview um, than Tony Khan. But Tony, that, that being said, Tony I understand, I understand why he refused to answer certain questions. But I, I feel it could have been done differently from both sides. Right. Um, you know, there is um, a thing with, I don't know, just regular journalism. If you're going to interview someone, um, one, you don't get aggravated by... One, I, I feel like, first of all, mentioning that, bit unprofessional. Yeah, that's um, yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're a journalist who likes to get, and he even commented on like, Tony Khan, what did you give me? What did you give me? You know what I mean? <laughs> like I allowed you to promote all this and that and whatever, but you didn't give me anything in return. Well, Ariel, hate to break the news to you, bud. Um, it's up to you to get what you want from him. And but as- how finish your sentence there's ways there's methods there's ways there's methods i i don't have a i i i can research for you of how certain journalists do what they do and i'm not saying i could have done any better but when i have a career where i've i've interviewed you know sports stars and mma stars and wrestlers and all that i figured you would have some sort of um you know way to kind of get to where you want or maybe change the narrative to where what you want to get sort of ordeal um you, it, you know that's just the beauty thing. and hard work of journal yeah but then you have to react you have to rearrange the question you have to completely exactly. change the question in a different way but even not, if he did not but tony khan what happened with punk so how's your relationship with punk uh oh okay you're not gonna answer that um what what, what did you think when you were sitting there with cm punk like mm-hmm. As a journalist, you know that he legally can't answer a lot of those questions. So, hey, what has been, I don't know, hey, what has been the talk backstage amongst what had happened at the scrum? What have you been told? Or something like that. Don't make it personally about what he thinks or what CM Punk thinks. he, He would still say no comment, can't say. But he didn't ask that. Well, he tried. He tried. He tried a bit. He tried a bit by saying uh, after yes twice in a row. First, he asked, uh, "Can you comment on what happened at the, the all-out scrum?" He's like, "I appreciate the question. I can't answer." Then he goes, "Okay, right. I understand that." Uh, he goes, "How did you, being sitting next to CM Punk, how did you feel while all this is going on?" I appreciate the question. I can't answer. At that point, should have been okay. How important yeah. is CM Punk to to AEW? He's probably say can't answer that, that. You had to put him on the spot right there. After he he refused to comment yeah. twice on on um, what would you call easy uh, easy ball questions, then he refuses mm-hmm. to answer. Then then you got to you got to go with the wrong. So how how valuable or how important is is uh, CM Punk to AEW? And then at the point, then he has to answer. And then he yes, he could say that I prefer not commenting, but then. He's really, he's really not burying himself, but he's really digging himself a hole where it's going to be hard for him to come out of. Because eventually, you got, you got to yeah. speak, you, you got to say something. You got to say something. Uh, we, I know we've talked about this and we said this before, but eventually, you got to say something. You can't always refuse. And now this is uh, having an effect on business, mm. and that's right. where the problem is. Mm. And, you know, you would also, and and that's the thing, because you have to kind of trick 
it's 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 a mix between both, but it also lies on Area Hawani. Yeah, because Area Hawani definitely wants Tony Khan there, right? Tony Khan's like, all right, whatever. I'm going to promote my stuff. Cool story. It's your job to try and get what. Sure, some people are going to be hard to crack, but that's the whole beauty about yeah. investigative journalism. You have to be able to find ways. You have to catch them off guard. You have to find, you know, easy ball questions and then hit them with a surprise where maybe he might answer. You know what I mean? This is not Tony Khan's doing. He's on your show. You're the you're the interviewer. You have to try to get what you have to try to get what you can get. But at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it's going to work. Sometimes it's not. But that's not I, I, I always generally feel that's not on the interviewee. That's on the interviewer. Um, the just person being interviewed, yeah. The, the person, yeah, exactly. That's the, the person. That's well. Well, that's on the interviewer, is what I'm saying. It's all on Area Hawani. If he didn't get the questions that he wanted, it's because he didn't try to work hard enough um, to manipulate them. it in a way to try and get them. It's hard. I'm not talking here like, oh, bro, it's easy. I would have got. I, I wouldn't have been able to get shit. But because he's been <laughs> in the business for so long, no, and I'm not. I'm not trying well, to seem great, like you know. I'm Mr. You know, but because he's been in the business for so long, um, and he's sitting, you would. Hey, hey, you got tired of standing up. You were all standing right. up. You were all hyped. The hype train was there. What's going on? You're going to stand for two hours. Fuck this shit. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Go. Uh, and that's just it. So it's definitely unprofessional on uh, Ariel Hawani's part just to mention it afterwards, too. Uh, but it just goes to show you he's pro WWE. We saw Area Hawani do a few segments, I think, uh, voiceover work for WWE. So it's clear to me that Area Hawani kind of just took WWE's side and he had a lot more inside, uh, inside, uh, inside, uh, insiders in WWE, anyways. So um, I think eventually we would have seen the cracks happen. Um, but ultimately, you know, he's not an objective journalist then, and we kind of see that now. So, you yeah, know, that is that big red. Uh, that, that's true. That's true. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, big red. I have nothing to say. So you agree? Oh, you okay. Can, yeah. Well, concur. Concur. I occur. I occur. <laughs> Yay. Uh, Yay. Were you guys surprised? Anyway, I think that's breaking news. I think uh, Bray Wyatt uh, joining WWE could could be considered as breaking news uh, material there. Um, that was uh, not surprising, obviously, because we've been anticipating this. But the little um, hints are continuing. And Triple H had said that this, this whole White Rabbit thing wasn't going to be what people expected. So... Is there more to the story what we've seen at Extreme Rules where Bray Wyatt appears at the end of the show where we thought uh, the show was over? And well, then, uh, or let's say, uh, what do you guys think? Well, technically, Bo's coming back. We heard that. We heard those rumors. Yeah. So Wyatt Six. It's supposed to be the Wyatt Six, right? It's supposed to be a faction. So there's going to be five of them. Well, six With of them. Yeah. 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 Were there four? Yeah. So we've heard about what's uh, what's his face, uh, Eric um, Eric Redbeard. Yeah. We've heard about him saying uh, he said in, in a podcast or in some interview or a tweet, I don't know, but yeah. I saw this week that uh, he it was never a question of signing a contract with AEW. Right. So right. Harper. Um, 
Yeah. So uh, heard about him. Um, we've heard the stories where we've talked about on this podcast before with the whole live action uh, Firefly Funhouse, where they kind of teased it a bit, where they appeared with the when the lights went out. You mm-hmm. just showed um, all the characters independently in the middle of the crowds, and then end up right. seeing the the door. So um, Bray and his brother, yeah. Uh, I think Nelson. Um, I think Nelson. Bo, Bo, I heard, and yeah. more than one source that this might be. Uh, he might be part of this whole story. Well, there's also rumors of um, Chelsea Green coming back. Oh, well, that they did. They win. Um, are they still tag team champions in the knockout tag team champions? No, uh, I don't. Think I don't so, know. No. I don't know. But that, and if you guys remember um, Chelsea Green's oh, no, character. She was the crazy one. Uh, what was her name? She had a name there. I definitely think. Well, could be, but I definitely think uh, Liv. After uh, after what happened at um, at Extreme Rules, I think Liv might be a part of this whole uh, gimmick. That could also be, or or we could see Bliss come back to. Right. She did. She did. Uh, she did tweet, "Welcome, uh, welcome back, my friend, my old friend." Yeah. Mm-hmm. So can that be a sign? Uh, But definitely, this what we do know from the breaking uh, news from the dirty sheets is that uh, mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt will be exclusive to mm-hmm. uh, SmackDown, right? That's what we right. heard. Uh, and they already have planned the next few months out um, storyline-wise for mm-hmm. him. So that's interesting. So they have an my, they they have an idea for for where they're going with him. My like question, it. my question: Are we getting Bray from the beginning NXT Bray? Are we getting the fiend? It definitely, it definitely looks like the cult leader Bray here. Like when he I started. I don't know what uh, Justin thinks, but I think uh, definitely uh, because if it's the cult, like the white family, Bray, I think that's where we're going. Yeah, I'm all aboard. If it's the fiend, he could stay home. I don't know because we saw <laughs> I, the fiend in the I middle. I think it's going to be the five face, three faces of Foley kind of scenario. Oh, so okay. we're going to get the swamp Bray. We're going to get the. Um, Whole world in his hands. I, I, in reality, you're just gonna get Bray. You're gonna get Bray and all of his character characters. Um, I, I do think you maybe might see more of the Lantern Bray, and the What Fiend I, maybe might come out. I don't know every so often or something, so kind of like Finn Balor does with the demon. Exactly, you know? I was about to say exactly. Uh, Good this is, yeah. Okay, well, if that's if it's the Lantern Bray, that's a goal. That's well, a yeah, goal. it's I'll tell about. It's all about how they could make this build the storyline. That's that's But, where 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 it ends up. Where Can we be this... interested that we every every Friday we want to watch SmackDown because we want to know what's next? What yes. do we do? Where is he going against? Uh, yes. What are the mind games? Because this has to be Bray Wyatt. Has to be. They, they always uh, marketed Bray Wyatt as the next. Um, Undertaker. I don't want to say the next Undertaker, but the next the next mind uh, mind player, mind games player. So right. Uh, If if you really want to build that character up, and now you say that you have, you already have the next few months build up uh, creatively from what you want from him, then I want to see that. Show me, show me what you want, and show me how that creativity, uh, Bray Wyatt's creativity, uh, can be exploited from a promoter's uh, stand view, uh, being Triple H. Who's his first rival? That's, that's, I don't think you make him anything near titles or anything like that. Not right away. Um, no. I, I'm still shocked that he's going to be SmackDown exclusive. I hope they're wrong about that. I think you need Bray more on Raw. 
than you would on SmackDown. Raw is going up against football and Raw is going up against other crap. SmackDown's getting 2 million views regardless. So I, I don't know why they chose to make Bray on SmackDown. I think that's why. I, um, I think they want as many eyeballs as possible on I, Bray. I think, I think it also could be that um, Fox has something to do with it. I think WWE is more... How do I put this? I guess friendly with Fox and US. No, because Fo know, Fox is a, a network and, and, and well, it's, it's available in many if, more households than, than uh, USA Network is. But Yeah, but if Bray is exclusive to Raw, you're going to try and force more people to try and watch Raw too at the same time. No, 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 of the course. USA I, Network, I, you know? Yeah. If for, for, okay, out of the 2 million people, 2.2 2. 2 million people watching SmackDown, if you can get 200,000 of those people to tune into uh, Raw to watch because Bra uh, Bray Wyatt is there, that might help the ratings there because it might bring it from 1.8 to 2 or 1.7 right. to 1.9, and that might help. I understand that totally. But I think mm -hmm. I think what he's planning or Triple H is planning is is to is to make Bray, Bray Wyatt as many eyeballs on him so he he becomes the the mystery gimmick in in wwe that sells pay-per-views that sells merchandise that sells everything that comes that comes with that i think that's where they want to go with him where I, i i think um raw has benefited from having roman reigns on both shows mm -hmm. definitely right. and i think definitely no doubt about it raw would benefit from having bray white on the show no doubt uh i just understand where they're create creatively want to go i don't know if it's the right choice But but I see where where they want to go. They 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 want to make Bray like the top, not heel because we don't know if he's a heel, right? If he's a heel or uh, how he's gonna act or if he's a face, a baby face yet. But I think they want him to be a top character, a top five character in WWE universe. And I think that's why they're doing that. Do I agree with it? Maybe not, but I understand it. I think we're gonna see his first match at Crown Jewel. Ooh. I yeah. don't think there's a there's a rush for that. We didn't yeah. even see him on. Um, we had a it's we had a video package on Raw, right? A video. Well, package. I mean, you would maybe Survivor Series, but I don't think you're going to see him wrestle for maybe until Rumble. Yeah, exactly. I honestly don't think there's no you're going to see promos. We're going to get a promo on SmackDown. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. You, you can easily yeah. do it with Bray. I, All you need from Bray, Bray is like totally the agree. MJF, right? All you really want from Bray is you want his yeah. he's a great talker bray right yeah so you give us more of the lantern bray where he comes into the ring and he feeds us this uh mysterious promo mysterious or... promo this artistry that he does when he speaks it's just <laughs> people are gonna get glued into it and i think uh... you slowly because you have to if you are doing the wyatt six thing and it is a faction you also need time to build that up too well so... if okay well as you're talking I was, my head was getting spinning. information. I know. I, I have that effect on people. Sorry. Yeah. I I see this in two ways now. This is where I came up in this last two minutes. One, hey. if if it's in Survivor Series, it could be in the War Games match. If we find out that this team, whatever his uh, team is. Why it's six. So this should be six. Okay. You're making making sense until now, yeah. The other thing is, if we go to Rumble, 
I see him him versus Cody. No. I, I don't know. You made sense until Cody. Um, yeah. I, I, <laughs> I, no offense. Uh, I, I don't think Cody's not going to, unless Cody's randomly involved, I don't think you're going to have um, Cody involved with that. Cody's going to be. Read the comment. The only effect you have on people <laughs> is violent. So JT saying the only effect you have on people is violent, violent vomiting. Okay. That's you a know, pretty hard night. He's, he's, he, that's why he's not here at the moment. He's currently vomiting. I, so, see, I see Cody versus Bray. Oh, uh, no. No. Well, uh, maybe. No. Maybe. Well. Well, uh, I mean, not, not, not. Well, no. I mean, not now. I Jeff, could definitely see Cody. I could definitely see Cody versus Bray later on. But when Cody comes back, Cody's going for WrestleMania for a title. Bray is not going to be in that title picture right away. Uh, one, yeah. one way or I, the other. Either, uh, either Raymond has the title and he's facing Raymond, or Raymond doesn't mm-hmm. have the title and Raymond. he lost it before Ray, uh, Roman. Ow. I'm like, who the hell's Raymond? <laughs> Sorry, Roman. Raymond. Every, Roman every time, Roman. I always say everybody loves Raymond, but it's uh, Roman Reigns. Yeah, <laughs> I don't... I, if, he, <laughs> if he has the, the title, it's either Cody's going to... Cody's either going to face Roman or he's going to face Seth for the title. One way or the other, either Roman lost it before or he didn't, or he's gonna lo- lose it to Cody. I don't see anybody else Cody facing than those two. There's no story to tell the there other than uh, other than Seth. Okay. Oh. Yes. But I so, still yeah. see. You guys don't see this, <laughs> but I I still see Roman versus The Rock for the title. I'm sorry. I don't see because. I, I don't see how uh, it being for a title brings any payoff. Okay, it might it might not because then you but... you pick you you picture yourself in a corner where we know that Rock won't win the title. But what is he what if but what if he wins the title? Wait, but hold it on. Won't. What it's what just if... impossible business wise? It just doesn't work. It doesn't work. The guy's filming <coughs> four movies a year. It just okay, but it won't he, happen. He wins the title. And Hold doesn't, on. doesn't show up till SummerSlam, right? Right, like he like Brock did, and he loses it on the first defense. No, I don't think they'll they'll do that mistake twice. You're saying the Rock winning the world title? Yeah, yeah. he's saying the Rock wins at WrestleMania, uh, and then keeps the title till uh, till SummerSlam. They won't do that mistake twice. Jeff, Jeff help me out. Won't do. Th- I mean, Jeff's not going to help you out. I don't think Jeff's going to take that one. Well, I'm definitely not going to. I'm definitely not going to help you out. That's for sure. But uh, <laughs> that's fine. <laughs> The, the well, I can understand his the, the point. Like it would definitely get a big pop, but the, there's no payoff to it. Like kind of like what Mike said, there's no payoff to it. It, it makes it's it, in the moment. Yes, it works. In the moment, short term, long term, it doesn't make sense. I think the only way you make it believable that they're fighting for the the, the head of the table, the tribal chief, the head of the bloodline. The only way you make it believable that that one or the other can win is if. Is if it's not for a title. What if I'm still sticking on this? What if they win, it's the, for the title, and the and they make the Rock win for them to bring a new <coughs> design, a new design for the title? Yeah, he did that against John Cena. Yes, he did. Never mind. Never. Mind. <laughs> no, but even even if that were the case, once again, it's short. It's short term payoff. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Because ever eventually you're gonna get sick and tired of that design, and then it's like, okay, when's the next one coming? If you were really to okay, let's look at it strictly wrestling business uh, mm-hmm. style. Uh, 
-hmm. always established stars are trying to put over other star future stars to become the future stars of, of the business. So mm -hmm. where, what do you want in this situation where Roman Reigns is a two-year champion? Mm -hmm. You wanted somebody that you think can be the next generation or the, the next guy. Okay, but you cannot tell that's me. That's not The Rock. Okay, so, but you cannot tell me that's Cody. Why not? Why not? not? That's definitely in WWE. Well, you, you, you brought him. You, you think Kobe? Kobe. You think Cody can go uh, for the next five years <laughs> um, carrying uh, a title a title run? Well, that's what. Yeah, that's mm. you could. That's why you brought him in is to see if he could, and if he can't, well, then you. Well, then you could re, uh, re uh, yeah um, reassess your uh, your. your I don't see it. There. That I don't see. You don't see what? I don't see Cody beating be the one beating Roman. Uh, that I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna do it before they could do it. That's Seth, if Roman they, has it. They, they could do it. They with could Seth. do it that Seth, Seth, Seth beats Roman exactly where the story. Seth, is there, I see that happening. Where the story is there, and then Cody beats Seth. That that, that it could well, be that way. It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't really. Seth we don't, we don't know Cody how it's gonna again. get there. <laughs> What'd you say, Justin? <laughs> and I said, and that, poor Seth loses to Cody once again. God damn it! Fourth four time in a row. Yeah. Well, if Cody, row. if whenever Cody comes back, he has to have a big. Push. Like a big oh. push. If yeah. not, what's the point? So, uh, you know, it's going to take him longer to get traction back because he's been out for a while. So, him yeah. beating Roman makes sense. Mm. It, does, it, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean it has to be clean. It could be interference from the bloodline. Maybe they accidentally hit Roman. He gets the win one, two, three, and you set up the feud. There's like ways that. to to not, to not make uh, to not make Roman look weak there, uh, and I don't think that would hurt him necessarily. Uh, a loss against uh, against Cody. I don't think that would have hurt him if they put on a banger, uh, a 25, 30 minute match, 35 minute match, back and forth, uh, close calls, close uh, pins. Uh, I don't think how that would necessarily uh, uh, a clean finish would necessarily hurt Roman. But I don't. I think I think more of a set versus Roman is where where it would make sense. Yeah, and set takes away that title from Roman. That would make sense with the whole backstory. And then Cody coming coming in and beating Seth for a fourth time. And that creates another rivalry on top. Of, then you could put aside the, the Roman rivalry and then you could put together this, even though the um, uh, what's his, Cody beat him four times in a row, you could put together this rivalry where he has no choice but to win right the next time. The storyline where the psychology can be great and I think they can make something happen with this. Um But but other than that, I don't see anybody other than Seth or Cody taking that belt away from uh, from Roman. I don't mm. think so. Well, at least for now. Well, it's not going to be the Rock. I, I, Rock is yeah, too short to be and, yeah, and Rock is too unpredictable with all of his movie deals and so on and what the insurance is. Him being at WrestleMania in Los Angeles is still not even a certainty yet. You the, know the, what I mean? The, so the question is... The question is, will it surprise you? Not whether we would agree with it or not. That's another question you have to ask. Is it will it surprise you if he does win? I don't think so. It wouldn't surprise me. We could dislike it all we want, but I wouldn't I could see why they would go that direction. Even though it's stupid. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, no, no, no. Because yeah, I understand what he's saying. It's because we we analyze it from every viewpoint. So yeah, we can see how they're gonna go that way. Um Then after uh, after that, it's uh, the the beauty is in the eye of the beholder. We all uh, we all decide if we that's deep that's deep if, if we appreciate the the angle or not. But but I definitely understand uh, that I wouldn't be surprised because we've 
we've we've gone through these uh, angles in our head so many times what can be good what can not be good will that work i don't know they would have to try it to see if it would if it would work but i like i i agree with justin totally i don't think um i don't think this can work if if it's for a title you don't need be it surprised. To be. you just don't no, you don't, don't need that's one. a yeah. thing you don't need it to be but i don't i wouldn't be surprised if it's for the title okay that's, that's fair that's fair. Well, we shall see. Yeah, because I don't so, see um, thing, because I don't see him losing it uh, anytime soon. Well, Roman, the things are going. Yeah, Roman. The way things are going, we haven't. Uh, it doesn't look like he's going to lose it anytime soon, and I think that's the goal that they want to uh, that they want to uh, perceive. The perception they want to put mm-hmm. out there is that he's unbeatable and there's nobody left. He's beat everybody. That's what they want. And that's why it's so important that that person, the next person that does beat him, be a person capable of carrying the load into the next uh, phase. That's where it's it's hard. I don't see anybody yet there other than Seth. Seth, people, is, uh, <coughs> we, we all love Seth here. No doubt about this. 100%. And, uh, the new U.S. champion, two-time, if I'm not mistaken, two-time Grand Slam champion. Uh the way he's been carrying people and putting people over, whether it's Cody Rhodes, whether it's Matt uh, uh, Riddle. Riddle at the in the fight pit, it's a great match. Riddle won clean, and yet the next day <laughs> he wins the USA title. That's how strong uh, Seth is. That that loss in the fight pit didn't absolutely hurt him at all. It made it made Matt Riddle look great, right? And it didn't hurt. Uh, set at all that he wanted. Okay, he won it the next day with because uh, Brock came. Whatever, we'll get to mm-hmm. that later. But it's he's still right there. The next day, put him on the show, make him win the U.S. title. That's how important he is to the company. So mm-hmm. uh, that's where credibility comes in in hand. C- uh, set would be credible to beat Roman. Oh, th- I agree with Cody that. would be credible to beat Roman. Any mm-hmm. any other people than that? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, they're not going to bring in. They didn't bring back Cody just to be there for no reason. No, no, of course not. But I'm, and I'm, Cody I'm like didn't to... resign to not be a champion. He's, you know, there's definitely some sort of guarantee in his contract. I'm not, a, and they didn't put I him over Cody three times in a row for him to job. I'm not saying that Cody is not going to be a world champion. What I'm saying is, I don't see Cody be the one to beat Roman. Okay, that's fair. he could. He that's could win one. the title. He can That's win fair. the title, but not against Roman. That's fair. Well, we've mentioned uh, here. We think maybe it, it could be a possible a possibility that Seth beats uh, Roman and then uh, Cody beats Seth. That's a possibility. But other than those three, I don't see anybody that has the credibility to take that championship for now, which is the undisputed uh, universal. Mm-hmm. Unless they uh, split the, it. Yeah, unless they split it. So right. that's where we we need to see where where they're going with this. You don't think they they would put Braun back into the picture? Braun? No. Strowman? Not from what I'm seeing now, at least. No. I, I don't see Absolutely Braun anywhere. Absolutely not. No. no, I'm just asking. No. Don't well, not the best. Don't they maybe him. maybe later on when there's different <laughs> champions, but absolutely not. He's not the, the face, guy. To take the face that you give me, Braun. <laughs> I, I think he he had his shot, but I think he lost his, yeah. uh, his momentum with the fans. Yeah, yeah. I think he's on a good run right now, but not a championship run. No. 
he's probably happy to be there, uh, beating up everybody, squashes here, tag team, uh, tag team here and there with somebody, but no, not anywhere close to challenging for or being in the title picture. No, not Braun. Well, he was New Day's tag team partner, right? Against the bloodline. Yeah. So maybe exactly. that's why Big Red was mentioning, oh, maybe they are looking for him to be in the title picture. Yeah, that's um, fair. And he did win against the bloodline. So I guess it's a thing. Mm. I don't know. If I yeah, well, I don't want Ron to be champion anytime. No, soon. me either. Me no, either, not so. yet. Not yet. He's got to show me much more than uh, than what he's shown me. I don't want Bron in. Is. I don't want Bron in the company. But well, fair point. Yeah. <laughs> well, 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 well. Uh, he's, who am I to t- to tell people not to hire people? If he, if it's a he's a good guy. He's a big guy. He well, he is. Me. He is the but one. A- Braun is the one to tell people not to hire people. During the pandemic, when all that shit was happening, he was the one that was okay with indie wrestlers not being able to wrestle because he made some bullshit statement of, yes. well, uh, you guys aren't putting uh, enough work. If And if you're not willing to put in the work, then you don't deserve to be in this business, blah, blah, blah. So he's kind of a prick too. Uh, but, you know, oh, yeah. he did oh, change yeah. his mentality a bit, I guess, but, you know. I definitely don't know him personally, so I don't know if he's an asshole or if he's a good guy. Or, he's a pretty or, good guy. Or I had coffee with him last but, week. Well, did you know? <laughs> he had coffee with him this week. I don't know what yeah. you guys did, but whatever. Right. <laughs> we went to the gym. We went to the Golden Gym. You know, we put. Uh... Oh, you went to Goldberg's Gold Gym. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Remember that shit? He used Big Red as a uh, pull up yeah. curls. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. I was some up. curls, some bicep curls there. With uh, with Big Red, yeah, yeah. So uh, yeah, so uh, that's the breaking news. Do we have um, anything else? Uh... Are we surprised about uh, Renee? No, it was only a matter of time. Yeah, that's why I thought. Yeah, you see, they didn't make a big deal out of it either. They um, they made her into right away. She comes out. Welcome to uh, Dynamite. Toronto. AW Dynamite. I'm Rene Paquette. Bang! The other one comes out for the interview, and uh, that's it. She did a few interviews backstage. It wasn't. They didn't make a big deal out of it. I think she'll be good in uh, in that role, though. Should, Better should than be anybody good, else that was there before, guaranteed. Should Alex be uh, Jimenez and uh, all those. Should, uh, me- <laughs> who? I don't know those guys. Marvin. Marvez, I think it's oh, Mar- yeah, Marvez. 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 Yeah. Marvez and all those mingats, bro. I don't know. They're, Should's good uh, though. Should's really good. Oh, I mean, I don't know. She's done that before. She's been doing that her whole career, right? She yeah. She started. I remember. I I used to watch her on um, Score. Score. Yeah, used to call. uh, Used to be called the show Aftermath. Yeah. uh, On Channel Four. Channel Fourteen. Jimmy Cordeas. Yes. uh, The ref Jimmy Cordeas, and she apparently I was listening to a podcast this week with uh, Jimmy Cordeas on as the guest, and he was saying that she absolutely didn't know anything about wrestling, and that after they started that show. When she was on the score, um, she she started studying wrestling and she became she fell in love with it, and now she knows absolutely everything about the sport. So he 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 nice. he was talking about her her range of how it started when they started the show, and now that she's like an encyclopedia. <laughs> um, That's a big word of uh, wrestling. Yeah, uh, shouldn't have went there, but you know um <laughs> but it was uh but it was nice that, Fine, you did good you did good <laughs> she she definitely uh, she's definitely on the ball she's charismatic she her interview i think is the she's the best for the interviews uh 
backstage, the ones oh. that you call the backstage uh, statements. Ah. Uh, I think she's uh, she's very good at that, and uh, <laughs> and it's um, oh. I w- I wasn't surprised. We have heard rumors. Apparently, yeah. she had done some voiceovers for some some things WWE recently, but yeah, on for, a, uh, for an and E, I believe for a oh for the A and E the documentaries the documentaries yeah. So it was probably on a on a per appearance yeah per per appearance contract type of thing. But yeah, doesn't uh, doesn't change absolutely nothing of how I see uh, AEW. Not a big, um, not a big signing that changes anything that's gonna move well, the needle, like they say. The, but. the fact that the fact that she has more personality than uh, Alex Marvez does, I think it helps somewhat. Mm. Yeah, that's you know, especially sure. especially like after the matches with backstage interviews. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, well, DDP's daughter, Lexi Nair, his stepdaughter, actually. Mm-hmm. That's his uh, stepdaughter. It's yeah. his stepdaughter. Yeah, it's a, it's a, oh. it's his ex-wife's daughter. Yeah, oh, so I, I guess thought it was his daughter. Yeah, it's a stepdaughter. So she was not bad, but I think the fact that she was kind of new and no one really knew her, it wasn't maybe going over as well. But the fact that Renee's known and she's been known being a, a sports broadcaster, mm-hmm. it it lends definitely some credibility to that. Yeah. That's for sure. Did she did she I leave or or did she go to uh, Ring of Honor since her boyfriend's there? Who? Like Sinair? Yeah. Oh. I don't know. I don't think she was. I don't know. Maybe she does stuff backstage. Uh, maybe on the website or something. Who knows? Because when she first started, it was like stuff on YouTube, which would interview yeah. wrestlers before pay per views and stuff like that. So maybe yeah, she's still there. That just... was yeah. But I think Renee, because when you do backstage interviews, you got to find a way to um, to put them in the storyline and right. the psychology of what's going on. And sometimes that's where Alex Marvez and uh, and uh, her had a hard time where they would just conduct the interview and you didn't feel like there was a continuation to what's going on or what you needed to hear. And I think Renee can can do that. She can ask the right questions where it's going to have a continuation with the storyline that's going on behind this interview. And that's where they had maybe... That's where AEW maybe lacks of it is storyline. They have a lot of... Let's just put great matches together and just have great matches. But the the the, the storyline, the build-up is where they lack a bit. I think Renee can, uh, Renee can help out in that yeah. aspect. Guaranteed. Yeah. What do you think, Justin? Does it really matter? What do you think? Still talking about Renee? Well, no. I uh, wow. Um, no, I mean she'll she she's she was great in WWE when she did all those yeah. interviews and so on and so forth. Uh, she did good last night as well. She, so I imagine you know, I mean she's just, just natural at it. So you know that's good, and she's still doing her podcast stuff too. So for those who like her podcast mm. stuff, she'll she'll be doing that. I imagine she won't be getting any more WWE superstars, though. I don't know. Yeah, that's it. Uh, probably, for, probably not. But the thing I was a bit surprised that I saw her is because I heard that she was she has I don't know if it was a contract, but she was doing something with the Cincinnati Bengals. I heard that too. So well, I, was, yeah. I don't think that matters. No, I don't think that matters. I think that's maybe uh, maybe she's working for uh, the team for some side um, no, but she's not content for, for some social media content type thing. But she's working not for the team. She's working for the NFL. Well, didn't uh, Pat McAfee have something to do with? Uh, didn't wasn't he still oh, yeah, doing? Yeah. Pat duties? McAfee's on college uh, on college football yeah. on ESPN college uh, football yeah. on um, on ESPN. Yeah. There's yeah. probably something worked out somewhere, and 
now if if you if you say that she has she's on either she's working for the Bengals and she's doing some social media content for them or like like you say she's working for the NFL I don't know um but whether or not I don't think it comes into effect for her contract with uh, AEW because that's on Wednesday. There's no uh, NFL games on Wednesday. That's it. As, so, as long as so. yeah, as long as you're not, you're here for dynamite. I don't care. Do whatever you need to do. Um, I get it uh, with Tony Khan's football team, but it doesn't necessarily matter, especially if she's not on camera, right? Exactly. Yeah. If she's not on camera doing anything, if it's social media stuff, it really wouldn't matter. Well, um, that, so I don't look at look issue. look at other wrestlers. They're allowed to go wrestle in indie spots. And they're under AEW contract, so I don't think Tony Khan's gonna have a problem with her doing uh, exactly. Cincinnati stuff, whether it's whether it's directly for the the Bengals or the NFL. Well, that's a breaking news, kind of. We could talk about uh, Mark signing for five years. Uh, just to, before we go forward, it's it's for the Cincinnati, and it's gonna be a series of in, of uh, for uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Okay, so it's no, for, it's not for any network or for uh, the NFL. That makes sense. But Mox, we heard, so Mox didn't want to, it's another breaking news. Mox didn't want to have the speculation starting about, is he going to, his contract's coming up? Is he going to sign with WWE? Is he not? He didn't want to start any of that shit. So he signed a five-year contract with uh, extension with AEW. Uh, is, well, actually, that have, may have something to do with um, the connection there with uh, Renee. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it, it it shows his commitment though to this uh, this whole AEW project though that they're trying to put forward. I never Even though I, this drama, all this all this mess behind, he still wants to uh, portray the the leadership role. Saying, it's, "Listen, uh, here's five years. I'm giving you to this company. Let's try to make this thing happen." I never thought of uh, Moxie going back to WWE though, because so, his de- his deal is not only just for wrestling. I think it's even for like to be a coach backstage, for coach and, and mentoring now. Yeah, uh, yeah. So now apparently, apparently he's, not really able to liked... do, he's not able to do no more indies. Mm. Uh, yeah, that's I why know. he had lost uh, NGCW. That's why he lost well, I don't think Nick yeah, Gage exactly. was going to lose his career anyways. Nick Gage is like the only GCW star who had signed yeah. a contract <laughs> or something. So yeah, they kind of they kind um, of uh, they kind of uh, let let the let their hand show on that one, but and then yeah. they announced it uh, after that that he had uh, renewed and and it makes sense. Um, Tony Khan, that was great, but I, like Justin has told me before, and I think he's right in this aspect. Like, what does it give Tony Khan to have um, uh, Mox going around and breaking himself on all these indie shows? Like, what does it bring uh, fi- financially, business wise, to Tony? You yet? You want to make your guys happy, so go wrestle uh, on the independents, but. How does it benefit me? That's paying you uh, nine figures or whatever it is. I, mean, I think I think before maybe especially in the earlier days when he first started, it was a way to get more eyes on the product. But now mm-hmm. that they're pretty established on their own, uh, you know, uh, I mean, you have you making a footprint in New York City is big, even though it's not MSG, but Arthur Ashe is still a big big spot in New yep. York, regardless of. Uh, whether, like I said, it doesn't have to be an MSG. So now he doesn't really have to do that as much. Maybe New Japan stuff because there's that working relationship with both companies. But a random indie show, no, there's no that, that would make no sense, especially at this point. No. Yeah, it would be kind of a risk for them. 
I think that's especially those matches. Those matches were crazy, and maybe yeah. that's also. I I don't know why Stokely's team had gotten involved, other than obviously to continue the storyline in AEW. Um, but I think that was also maybe a way to ensure I well because I was thinking oh maybe it's just kind of Tony Khan wants his wrestlers to take some spots with Moxley to make sure it's done safely. But Moxley was still fucking getting cut up with uh, the pizza cutter and all that too. So I think it was more maybe just there for the uh, AEW storyline to continue that since that was Tony Khan's only real benefit. All right, well, might as well continue that over there. And then that's going to continue on to uh, Dynamite with Stokely's team and MJF and whatnot. Um, There's uh, I just read something. Mm -hmm. Did you know? Yeah. (laughs) He can read. Uh, that, that the belief backstage of the WWE is that Bray is working with Bliss. That's uh, the belief that's bre- backstage. That's, that's breaking news, I mean, ladies and gentlemen. That's not necessarily the belief, breaking. The no, belief breaking. backstage. Yeah. That's so from vague. Sor- so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, from sources that have been backstage, or I'm guessing. Or maybe it's that owl cup that you got your news from. Uh, I mean, look, I mean, it's not a surprise. And then obviously with Alexa Bliss also mentioning on Twitter, hello, my old friend. Yeah. Um, I, I would rather not them do anything together. Um, but at least it would kind of end because we never really saw a, a definite conclusion between the two. I Ray left, how- but she kind of continued it. I just don't know how that's gonna work since she went to go see a shrink and everything. Well, that's yeah, but she still Lily. carries Lily around, right? Yeah. That's it. Yeah, that's uh, that's what's happening. That she's 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 fighting the demons. She wasn't able yet to cure them hundred percent, but it was uh, able right. enough to come back and have some matches decently. But now her old friend is back. She might lose her mind. We don't know. Right. I go Coco Puff. What? Cocoa I think you meant cuckoo Cocoa for cocoa puffs. Okay. No, cocoa puff. It's uh... okay. Okay. I get, wow. the I get the jingle. I get the jingle. It's white hot. Okay. It's white hot. <laughs> yes. It's white hot. White hot cocoa puff. So okay. So um, let's go with the rundown then. I think we're done with the uh, breaking news. Unless uh, I'm forgetting something. I don't think so. Uh, well, I guess also um, Carl Anderson and. Uh, oh yes. Yeah, OC is back, Carl Anderson and Gallows. Um, However, one of the interesting facts about that is I think it's Anderson who is still he's the open uh, weight champion, open weight champion for NJPW. So I don't know, but stupid on on November November fourth, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Is that could be? Is that possible though? I guess maybe that's where that's where the the mystery uh, uh, lies. Is that we're not sure if. Well, first of all, he had no contract with uh, New Japan. New Japan. It was on right. a on an appearance basis. Right. So that's why it permitted him to sign a contract with WWE. Now, will WWE permit him to go defend and drop that title? At um, it's not uh, they're not gonna it's not at Kingdom. It's at the next uh, their next. Uh, event. No, he, he he is going. He has a match. 
I understand that he has a match. Yeah, but it's not Wrestle Kingdom though. It's uh, no, yeah. Wrestle Kingdom's in January, so yeah, this yeah, one no, it's, is, it's, I don't know the next pay per view. Yeah, it's the next pay per view. Now I know he has a match, and I know he's supposed to defend that title. Now the question here is: Will WWE let him? They haven't done this ever before. Having a guy sign go drop a belt. Usually they drop the belt before the contract finishes. That's what's been happening. Where it's Finn Balor, whether it's AJ Styles, whether it's whoever. I think They've so. They've never had somebody uh, signed, go over and lose a and and lose a belt. So that's right. what that's what that's where it's interesting. Where will will they make will they make him go and defend it and lose it? I think there's a door open here. A door. I know we sp- we spoke of this on the chat. It, could this be an opening to the forbidden door that we've thought was gonna be closed forever, or not? That's it. I, I, I mean, if this was Vince still in power, we might be no. saying no, no oh, way. It's absolutely not. Yeah. yeah. With Triple H, I don't know. He might be more open to the idea, or even Steph might be more open to the oh. idea. I imagine Nick Khan wouldn't mind that happening. You know, more mm-hmm. eyes on WWE. Sure, yeah. Let's you. get a working relationship. Thank you. Because they definitely have a working relationship with with AW. Because they keep on right. having back. Uh, Back and forth, some uh, wrestlers from both promotions. So now to open the door to if 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 Anderson, the machine, machine gun Anderson, appears at the, at the and defends that title at the next next show, this is a big thing. It's never happened since I don't know. Jeff, Jeffrey can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's ha- I think in WWE before in uh, Oki uh, has never happened um, a joint or not a joint, but uh, but business being conducted uh, jointly between uh, New Japan and WWE. I don't, I don't think, think they've so. ever had a working relationship. No, no, I don't think so either. So if no. if 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 Anderson does show up at this at this event to drop the title, that would be the first time. So this is, it's not, it's not something that we there should has, just rush away. There has been wrestler like it has been maybe not in WWE but from different promotions, like when ECW had their was still around. Mm-hmm. Um, Mike Awesome defended the title while he was w- under contract with WCW against Taz, who was under contract with WWE. Oh. That's the only time I've ever seen that, actually. So, question, mm-hmm. oh, question. Uh, answer. I have an answer for you. Okay. okay. <laughs> it's on January fourth, mm-hmm. and it's and and there's and there's what? That's Kingdom, isn't it? That's Kingdom, though. Well, it's yeah. saying Anderson is still planning on working the annual Tokyo Dome show. There you go. So that's Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah. Kingdom 17 on January 4th. Yeah. So, so technically... This is, something, this is something that's worth to uh, to talk about because this would be the first time ever that you'd have a, a, a guy appearing on Raw. That would probably appear next week. I don't. He might not appear on. Uh, they might not appear on uh, SmackDown tomorrow. But it definitely appears like they will be continuing the storyline with AJ against the Judgment Day, and having in that future defend his open weight title in Japan. That's pretty big. That's pretty big. So now Japan is working with both companies that don't want to talk to each other. Imagine, but imagine if this, if this op- if, if this door opens. Hmm. And WWE does this like war games, New Japan crap, crap, not crap. No, 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 no. No, it won't. It won't go that far. 
Don't forget, you still AEW still has that show that they have to do uh, the Forbidden Door two that they have to do in Japan, right? In Japan, right? Yeah, so, I don't think I don't think they're doing that in Japan. I think it's supposed only a U.S. soil thing. New Japan won't be getting any anything out of that. It's I think when we originally saw the first Forbidden Door, I think there was the the dirty sheets as you would call it were mentioning that there would be one in the US and one in Japan. Whether that's still the goal, I don't know cuz I, think I don't think goal, November, it works for both companies, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um and I don't know guys, Triple H is still under that mentality like if you're not with WWE, you're not really um you know, you're not really with us kind of thing, right? He still mm -hmm. has that Vince mentality in that regard. He didn't let Billy Gunn come for the DX reunion. We obviously... Well, I think um, I think that was the other way around, though. Apparently, they did yeah. everything they, 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 they could to try oh, to get right, him. Rather, yeah. But, but to, uh, we don't know if it's Tony that refused or if it was a legal issue or whatever. But Technically, from what was... Road Dogg said, from what Road Dogg said on the, on the podcast... Was that WWE did everything they could to get um, to get Billy there? I think it was TBS or because uh, he let the crowd say Billy Gunn. He mm -hmm, let right. in the, the whole introduction and uh, Corey Graves said, uh, "I think that other guy is doing something with office equipment," which was was yeah, fucking right. great. Uh, and, ta and Taz and, and Taz alluded to that comment. Uh, did he on last night on Dynamite? Oh, yeah. I, I didn't make it out. <laughs> okay. When, oh, when, no, when really? Billy when when Billy when Billy went to the ring against uh, Swerve. Okay, because I was waiting for to listen if they would if he would acknowledge it in the rap or the freestyle, and he didn't. But maybe going up to the ring, I didn't notice it. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I, was, was, uh, I was listening to to trying to figure out if they were gonna allude to it, <laughs> because that was horrible. Uh, I think that was the worst DX segment in the history yeah. oh, of DX bad. segments. It was bad. It was bad. Uh, well, I mean, just the fact horrible. that they just have done it over and over again, right? They've at least done it every 10 years or something, DX reunion and whatever. And we've just seen it over and over again. Well, it's because they've done and it at the, they're the only thousands. getting older. Right. Yeah, exactly. So I don't every, care. Every chance they have. I don't care if it's Xbox, one, two, three kid. That guy does not need a microphone. I don't want to hear him ever talk again. You a hater. I'm not a hater. I'm just straight. I mean, the opening segment was funny. I did enjoy the opening segment. Back and forth, that, show, the, that's the, fine. But. No, uh, Waltman's all right. Um, the he needs his Shawn dog. Michaels was all right. Road Dog was all right. But then it was after that, tell me, about, give me something. No, you like, you finish the introductions, <clears throat> and then it was like, it's over. And then the music starts. Da, 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 da. Boom. Come on. Like, I don't know. Make fun of somebody. Give me give me a segment where you're... Uh, yeah, I was expecting someone to come out where they... A creative. A creative, a creative that's what that they was... were known for, DX. With the, the hot dogs and the barbecues and the, and the polkers. It was the creativity. This had zero creativity. They tried at the beginning when they all went to go see... Uh, and. Um, Triple H was in the in the gorilla position. That was okay. That was a fun segment. With it, was, the chickens, uh, yeah. it was okay, but the the in the ring was absolutely horrible. That was a they killed it. They killed it. I was very disappointing. Well, and I, I think there's you know, and what are they gonna do though, right? Like Triple H, I don't know. Sure, he can maybe do a pedigree or something, but does he really want to risk it? Maybe Road Dog or Xbox could Xbox could have done did something in the ring to hurt. Road someone, Dog looks like he could barely walk. Yeah, that's true. 
but I don't know. I, I they're just old. No, but you could have just... you, you could have like made fun of a bit of the. I don't know. They could have done it. DX is supposed to be the the, the rebel uh, faction. The degenerates. Right. Rebel against against the authority. I understand that now DX is the authority. <laughs> because, More or less. Yeah. Because right, Triple yeah. H is the head of the company and uh, and Shawn Michaels the head of, uh, NXT. head of NXT. But but you could have but you could have done it in a way where you're making fun. You could have done it story storyline wise where you're making fun of how this whole situation went through the whole Vince McMahon um, uh, retiring. Uh, unexpectedly or um, uh, preemptively, and you could have made something out of it that would have been interesting. Would have laughed. Out. They would have made fun of Vince. Vince is gone. We took over. That's a way to do it, you know. Now Triple uh, DX is at the top. Uh, tw uh, twenty-five years ago, we we were a rebel uh, against authority, and now twenty-five years later, we own WWE. That would have made fucking interesting. No, all you did was introduce yourself. I uh, Billy Gunn, uh, sucker, uh, scissor me, daddy ass. Bang. It's over. Oh, you're getting, you're getting. <laughs> there was no scissor me, daddy ass. Yeah, no, that was. Uh, no me. I added that. It was Billy Gunn who was about to do the suck it thing, and then he's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he would scissor, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I, I mean, I guess I just don't expect anything from VX reunions anymore. I think even the thousandth episode show when they did it was just kind of like a bit passe to like i just don't care anymore like it's done i cool it was a great i get it they've just done it so many times already that it's like it's enough you know what i mean but what they else should do like is there like switch others? it up don't give me the same shit at least switch it, it up just don't do there... it you know what i mean like you should have kept it the opening oh, segment do it. Do it. Funny, if you're not gonna switch cool. it up don't do it at all yeah you're right isn't yeah. there other stables that they could like celebrate besides dx and nwo like there has to be others well, well, maybe the, the the tag team that you have on your T-shirt. Not many well, people would know who they are. When was the last? What was the last time Demolition won the title? Maybe they should do a special <laughs> raw on that. Well, well, they did mention them two weeks ago, which oh, is yeah? which it was surprising. Well, how did they uh, mention? Them? Oh, what? past tag team champions. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. Because I that think uh, if I'm Axe is have had went to court with for Vince. Against Vince, sorry. Okay, but okay, but they mentioned that on uh, last week. Sorry, they mentioned that last week. No, no, no. That's why we don't see them as 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 often. Oh, okay. There that's was why. Like, um, yeah, that's so they're why black they're, they're blacklisted. They're blacklisted. That's, okay, that's why okay, they're okay. not on the Hall of Fame yet, or ever will be. Well, well I mean, they might Crush be now. Maybe now. No, he's no, not. No, 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 he's not. No. Oh, he deserves to be there. There's a lot of them. They're they're they're, they're not demolition. Well, even... Rush and uh, what's the Jill uh, Gilbert there? Gilbert. <laughs> no, Gilbert is yeah yeah the one that was imitating uh, Goldberg. But I mean no, when he was the jail guy coming out of coming. Oh, Crush, uh... when he was the guy with the braids coming out of jail, he was still named Crush. But um... yes, yes. With oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But he was coming when out. He was, of jail, when he was he part was... of the the Nation of Domination. Yes. No, wasn't yes, it like the eight the... ball team or something? It was the Nation of Domination. Yeah, it was the yeah, nation of the oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Not eight yeah. That was uh, that, I feel like I there was, was a biker gang or something that they used to have. Uh, yes, but okay. the same that's guy. DOA. That's DOA. That's yeah. yeah. Oh, watching the wrong show. Totally. He was <laughs> that was the Harris brothers, right? Yeah, that, that's it. Yeah. 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 Oh, right. Okay. My bad. Um I wanted to say something about uh yeah, so uh, the that's the last part of the of the breaking rules. Uh breaking rules. <laughs> <laughs> 
The breaking news, sorry guys. How many how many coronas did you have so far? He had four beers and two six. Yeah, I think it's my sixth one. But uh, yeah, Cheers. so uh, what's his name? Roman Reigns says he will be remembered more as coming from the Bloodline faction than the Shield faction. Basically, yeah. saying the the Bloodline has more impact on uh, on the wrestling business than the Shield had. Meanwhile, saying that uh, both two members of the Shield are uh, are world champions of the b- both biggest promotions in uh, in wrestling. And you have uh, set as the USA champion. So is that well, correct, or is he just uh, is he just putting putting himself over? It depending on the fan. Well, I mean, it's both. Yeah, that's though, the whole right? point of this. I, I mean, in, in in terms of notoriety, yes, the 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 bloodline <laughs> is more popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the bloodline is more popular, but Shields were a better team. It's really just Roman, uh, who obviously gets all the spotlight. Uh, it is, uh, it is, it's basically Roman's best thing that he has done with himself. But in terms of an actual team, in terms of wrestling and all that, the Shield is a better team. So he is correct, but I would think that they're both any they're both going to go into the hall of fame anyways for two for entirely two different reasons one for actual wrestling and the other one for just pure entertainment because the bloodline is the only thing that is the only storyline going now that people are yeah. really caring about right so Telephone. he is correct but that's not to say that the shield is garbage either the shield was good for what they were it's just then they completely exploded on their own as single wrestlers and they did their own thing but well, that, without the shield, there is no bloodline, right? I have so no I have, exactly, exactly. I because no yeah, that 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 was you, you ended it on the with the cherry on top. That was exactly what I, I the whole thought I wanted to put through. But I'm still gonna I'm still gonna say this that the shield coming from the uh, from NXT and right away, right away when there was that feud between CM Punk and um, what's that uh, monster roid guy uh, right back. Um, when they had that big that big feud and they put him through the table right away, they put an impact in the business right away. You hadn't yeah. seen that impact on the business since then. They had a great feud with CM Punk, and then they won the tag team. Uh, Dean Ambrose was the USA champion, and it was that the, coming out of the gates. You've never seen a faction like that coming out of the gates. Now, Bloodline, you have established guys. You you put yes, the guy who was the tribal chief. The tag team champions, the cousins, and the, everybody has those those belts, and that's great. And I really have been appreciating what uh, the Bloodhound has brought to the business since they've uh, since that storyline started. But the impact that the Shield had to uh, what was it, 2013, 2014, around mm-hmm. so maybe eight years, eight, eight nine years, the impact they have. Eight nine years ago, that they still have in the business today, uh, I think the Shield was a much important, much more important faction than the Bloodline is, and that's the way I see it. That way, I don't know if uh, Big Red uh, agrees with me that way. I have no comment because technically I don't know. <laughs> no, we're not. It's your opinion, bud. You know, you know what you know. We're here. To, that's what I said. We're, we're here, here to talk to, about our opinion. That's it. <laughs> Salute. Um, salute. Um, okay, so I guess 
Well, we'll start with Extreme Rules because that essentially is where SmackDown was just leading to Extreme Rules, anyways. Okay. Um, first extreme of all, rules suck. <laughs> Sorry. Wow. What? Okay. It did. What was your? Um, what would you guys say your match of the night was? There was only six matches. The one that I didn't have your... one. Wow, dude, Extreme Rules wasn't that bad, man. I, I don't know. Oh, it was bad. Um, I, I've seen breakups better. So, so after after watching this pay per view, Big Red, would you take back your comment about the no. new era has begun? No. Uh, <laughs> Imperium, the opening match, Imperium yes. versus Brawling Brutes, was a sick match. Yes, I yeah. agree. That's the only good match there was. They don't they don't call it a trios. They call it a six man tag tag match. But that was right. a sick match. Back and forth, that was great. I think what they're doing with Sheamus, I think this, I know, he, I think he said it in the podcast, but this, this um, being with uh, Butch, Gunther, uh, I always Butch forget, uh, I always you forget gonna, his name. You were going to call him Pete, huh? I was going to call him Pete Dunn, yeah, I was. Uh, but with Butch and uh, Ridge uh, Holland, I think revigorated his, uh, his fun that he's having in it. You see it in his face. He's having absolute fun with this. His match on SmackDown, uh, with Gunter wasn't as good as the first one. I won't lie about that, but it was definitely still, still a fucking up. banger. It was still a banger. And when they say banger after banger after, after banger, banger yeah. that's fucking not real. Lying. that's real shit. Yeah. That's real shit. And uh, that op- that that opening match with Imperium was what w- did deserve to be a banger. Costa, can I say something? Yeah. I don't know what you do before the show today, but whatever you're doing, continue doing it because you're on fire. <laughs> So yeah, I live in Ronda. <laughs> live, <laughs> live in Ronda, yeah. Um, I don't know. It was a decent match, I guess. I thought it was going to be worse. Um, thank God, Liv is out of the picture. For Kudos now. to Liv for doing what she did. Um, and Ronda's champion, yay! I don't know. Uh, this match was all right, I guess. I... What they were trying to do here, well, at least what I was, what I would have liked them to try to do is make it believable. Well, they did though. She didn't tap did. out, right? And they and they, they did, and yeah. they did, and I, I I'd have to give it to them. They did. I never thought Ronda would lose, but at some point, I, maybe she can. Maybe they're gonna go one more, uh, one more, one more round for, with with Liv. Uh, but they didn't. I think that was the right choice. Um, and uh, yeah, I think I think Liv. I think Ronda now is where where she should be, the top of that division. Uh, Liv is going to be obviously with this is going to back up a bit a few uh, a few steps. They're going to have to find a good rivalry to keep her relevant. But well, I mean, unless speak... she's part of Wyatt's whole thing, right? Exactly. Yeah, That's, that would be the, that would be yeah. and whatever. Yeah, yeah. I I agree. That would be that would be the way to go. Uh, the way to go with her. Um, but now I want to see who can step up. I know we've been asking for this for the past few months here on the on the podcast, and it's Shayna, right? That's who we want to step up. I don't know, man. I've I've been so excited <laughs> for this to happen for so long, and they never fucking do it. So I think I've lost all hope. But here's to hoping. And that's when they get you. That's when they get that's, you. That's when they get me. We'll see. When you we'll when see. you. I mean, unless Charlotte Flair comes back, unless Charlotte Flair comes back. Oh yeah, there's still that there. option. That's true. Right? That's true. So, yeah, yeah. That's definitely right. You're still true. And we we've heard that she's been okay to come back, but they don't. They haven't found the right time yet to bring her back. So yeah, I guess Ronda would be a. Uh, I would rather they not, but right. But yeah. Well, the, their last match was pretty decent, that. though. Their last match was pretty decent. No, uh, I'm sure the they're going to put on a banger. Charlotte and Ronda? 
I'm sure they're going to put on a good match. But but long-term booking, I think uh, that's where it hurts. Like, where, where, where are you going to bring this, you know? Yeah, it's so easy to put uh, bring Charlotte back on a SmackDown, bang, uh, have her cut the sick promo against right. Ronda and build up that match. But then where are you going to go from there, right? But the, that, and they're that's both heels, the... though. They're also both that's why the too. that's why the women's division in AEW is so uh, sorry in WWE is so redundant. It's always the same thing, yeah. recycling the same shit over and over and over again. You know, that's you look at they, they have a decent roster of women wrestlers that I'm sure haven't gotten the chance. You know, right. so why they keep on going back to the same shit again? I don't know. So yeah, and now unfortunately okay. I'm stuck. With, I'm stuck. I'm st- <laughs> Stuck with you now. God damn it. Stuck with me. That's it. Um, no, but I mean, who would you push, though, with the roster that they do have? Because honestly, with Sasha leaving, that that hurt them. Naomi Bailey? wasn't doing anything. Bailey, well, they were doing that with Bianca. Bianca did win, which I thought was a, yeah. a pretty decent matchup. Um, the double KO was kind of fucked up, though. KOD. Yeah. I took a little too long. That was a bit of a botch. Um but yeah, now that's done with Bailey. So Bailey lost. I don't know what they're gonna do with uh, damage control now. I thought that was their really their only opportunity to give Bailey the title and then make damage control look that much more stronger. That was unexpected. So. Yeah, I really expected Bailey to win this. That was where that was probably one of the most uh, surprising uh, results of that of that pay per view. I really thought Bailey was gonna go. Now I don't know where how they're gonna do this. Uh, obviously, the story is going to continue between Bailey and uh, and Bianca because there's no other way to do it. But I don't well, know. what happened on Raw with them? I totally had forgotten. What did anything that they cross paths? I'm not even sure. Damage control. Yeah, a segment backstage, and then uh, Bailey versus uh, Candice LeRae. That was basically the um, the segment with damage control. But didn't really conclude anything with Bianca, though. Okay, yeah, that's it. I, I guess it's Bailey so, uh, trying to get back in um, the championship picture there by beating uh, a newcomer like that, which I found weird too. Yeah, that's it. So I don't know what they're uh... bury you bury Candice LeRae on her second week here. Well, you didn't right. bury her, but no, it wasn't a squash. But yeah, it, it wasn't was a squash, but. Yeah, but you were trying to make her look strong one week ago, and then now um, it's a hard, uh, hard, it's hard to book all this. Uh, we think it's easy, but it's five hours of um, five hours of national television every week, and to make everything relevant to uh, what you're trying to build and storyline wise is uh, is hard. But um, yeah, uh, Drew and uh, Drew and Cross. The I mean, it was. Match. Trap it match. was a fine, like it was a decent match. I just don't think. I think maybe having the four corners strap match would have maybe have made yes. it a better match for me, in my opinion. 100%. Especially with Drew losing to the uh, pepper spray. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. I don't know how that knocks you out. Sure, he did the clothesline or whatever during that match. He took a beating, but for him to lose because of the pepper spray and then the clothesline, one, two, three, make him look weak. Bit weak. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly, exactly. Because it, it he took a beating, but he never, he never went down. Well, he never, he never died, and uh, but he took never a beating died. every time. And it, that it took, that it took um, the wife to to pepper stray him. Okay, uh, 
I understand how the finish happened. Now, where where they, they better they better continue this. So now they're they're both supposed supposed to be on Raw. Oh no, um, Smackdown. Smackdown. Cross is on SmackDown, but but is is also uh, well, Drew Drew's, on SmackDown? Drew's We're more on both SmackDown more. now. Yeah, okay, he's kind of so more, more on SmackDown now, anyways. So. Okay, so I guess we'll see tomorrow. Yeah. Okay, we'll I guess tomorrow. we'll see tomorrow because because you don't want to make Drew look weak. But you, uh, you also you don't want to make Cross, which is a new guy that you're trying to make as one of the top uh, heel, look weak either. So, um, but as a, as a, as a match, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Maybe I, maybe I'm not uh, the finish. I wasn't too fond of, but the match I uh, I enjoyed. Uh, yeah, Jeff, any uh, thoughts? <laughs> I, I, I don't, I don't really remember much of that match, but I think just overall going through, overall comment on the whole pay per view wasn't as bad as maybe uh, Big Red said it was, but it was okay, nothing, nothing special. Because it was like short. Ma- yeah, it wasn't, it, it wasn't, uh, it didn't drag on. So like it was three hours, three hours and like five minutes max. So it was, it was really like one after another match after match. Uh, the ladder match, I've seen some. I know we just talked about the ladder match, but uh, what I wanted to say was I've seen some some uh, spots, ladder spots that I hadn't seen before with men matches. That's true. Yeah, that that yeah. That, that was yeah. cool. I think they put they put a they put on a good performance there, Bianca and Bailey for uh, for a ladder match. Uh, I know that she had that idea. She's a big fan of uh, Shawn Michaels, and she's a big fan of the the original two uh, ladder matches with uh, Razor Ramon, Razor and Shawn. Yeah. So, so I think she had the more of that aspect, which is more of the using the ladder as a weapon instead of as uh, for spots. So uh, I, I saw that in uh, in that in how they they put that match together. So I just wanted to mention it. And then the the main event, guys, Edge versus uh, versus. Well, it's Finn. not the main event. Oh no, uh, the the yeah that I that that match for me was maybe that that was second match of the night for me. I thought that match was great. That made Judgment Day look more powerful than they ever have ever um just with um just with bringing bringing beth into the mix and all that with Rhea threatening to uh hit the chair on her if you don't say i quit he did i thought that match um was just great like i did not were you surprised with the finish i you would kind of need the Judgment Day to have won. I Finally, didn't expect yeah. them to go the Beth route, but I guess it did kind of um, make sense. But honestly, them doing that was the smartest move for the Judgment Day to ever do. It makes them look that much more of a heel faction uh, than they ever looked before. So really enjoyed that match. They really told a great story. And uh, I just was completely surprised by how good it was. So. Yeah, I completely agree with the storytelling, with the psychology of the match, and I think was the perfect setup for what was to come the next day on Raw, uh, the next day, the the next Monday, Monday. on Raw. Yeah. I think it was it was exactly what you needed to do. You needed to put uh, Judgment Day over, make them look strong, make them look um, um, uh, mysterious, but uh, strong in their in their gimmick, and then right. have. It was perfect setup for having uh, AJ appear with the the Good Brothers. So I think it was a good setup. Um, I, I'm I don't complain about the finish. I'm okay. Uh, I'm okay with uh, Edge. Edge doesn't need the victory, uh, no. even though even though uh, uh, Beth came 
Uh, people thought maybe she was gonna be uh, the savior, but no, I think I think they worked it out perfectly uh, storyline wise, and uh, I think it could work for the furthering of the storyline. Guaranteed. Well, not not, not just the storyline, but the faction itself too. Oh yeah, Because for Judgment Day, yeah, yeah, yeah. it worked uh, wonders. Now it's how they're gonna be able to transpose this into a real program between two factions, uh, Finn, which is Finn versus basically Finn versus AJ with the factions behind them. I think Finn and AJ can put together a sick program. Yeah. Now, yep. can, they, can they do it in, in, the, in the boundaries of what WWE has to offer them? I think with Triple H, they can do it now. And they can use their past because yeah. remember Finn, Finn Balor was the original leader of the Bullet Club and he was replaced by AJ. By AJ, yeah. So. They kicked out Finn by replacing him with AJ. So there's a story there to tell. There's the good brothers. There's uh, there's a story there to tell. So I think they could they could uh, they could pull this off. They're, um this is a way where they're doing it right. They did it right on Sunday. They did it right on Monday. Now let's see how they do it uh, next Monday. Let's see if they continue it right. And then yeah, the main adventure completely right was the fight pit, which was uh, with Daniel Cormier as um, as the referee there. Uh, I think it was a bit weird, uh, Daniel Cormier there. It was almost uh, pointless. I, I get the whole thing, but he didn't really add anything to the match. Um, no, other than when they the, when they pushed him away, and he's like, "Hey, you're not fighting me. You're fighting that's him." That's it, exactly. Just he had that little. Give me another uh, chicken wing. Little, <laughs> but oh, he did that. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He separated them, and he uh, and he, he told oh. them, and then he looked at him. Don't you're not fighting me. You're fighting him. So don't touch me. Uh, don't touch me, okay? Don't. Yeah. You're not fighting me. Like it was just okay. Cool story, bro. But like, uh, it was just it felt a little good. useless. The finish I didn't like though. It felt a little weird because he didn't because uh, Riddle did that splash and then he from the like top the, of the it cage. was. Uh, Yeah, from the top of the cage there. That was really cool. But then the ending felt weird. I don't know if Cormier counted uh, weirdly or like it almost felt like it wasn't supposed to end that way or it was rushed or something. But technically he forgot uh, his, he, he forgot the finish. Oh, Cormier? Because he, oh. he did talk about that, right? Oh, okay. I didn't hear that. Okay, so he forgot what was the, the predestined uh, finish. Okay. So, yeah, it felt a little weird, but, I mean, great spots. Um, never seen a fight pit match. I never watched any of them in NXT, so I thought that was pretty cool. Um, yeah, fun match. Just, I don't know if it was good for an ending. I just, Bray Wyatt coming out afterwards is the main event. Bray Wyatt coming out, obviously, was really cool. That kind of turned everybody like, oh, well, what a great way to end it. But that as the final match, I get why it was the final match. Because it's the only match where you don't have ropes. So you're obviously going to put that towards the end. Uh, you can't have a gritty promo uh, lasting you uh, 30 minutes um, for them to put the ropes back up for the next match. So I get why that that was the main event. Uh, but I don't know. It fell kind of short for it. It was a good match. It's just I don't know if it was main event worthy. I think maybe the Judgment Day would have been uh, a good main event based on what they were doing there. Yeah, I agree with that. You know? Yeah. I think it did it did hurt a bit of the match that it being the last match. I think uh, Finn versus Edge would have made more sense um, if you're if you're really setting up a, a, a match card the way you would want, you would imagine it to be. Um, I don't know because it was a pit because it was a pit match. Maybe that's why it feels out of place. That's why we, we have a tendency to see it that way. Uh, I like the the 
how they put together this match. I don't like the finish, like I said before, but I like how they put together. I like the the, the reversals. I like the, the the submissions. It was uh, it was interesting. I abs- absolutely adored uh, uh, Riddle's jump off the cage. Um, but other than that, I, it was missing something. I love that Riddle one, even though yeah. I even though I'm pissed that fuck Rollins keeps on losing, but. I gotta back up what I said that Rollins doesn't need to doesn't need to win. <laughs> He's a you, you people chanting his song. <laughs> yeah, is uh, you just see how he's over and there's nothing that could hurt him as long as he puts on good matches, right? So uh, I'm not talking about the match with the uh, with the fiend in the in the red light in the hell of a cell, which was right. horrible. I wasn't his fault, but it was horrible. And he how he could carry. And he doesn't get the recognition that he deserves. That's the only reason because it was Seth Rollins. I think that's the only reason he was main event. But I definitely agree with JLB that uh, I think for a pay per view it would have it would have fit better if it would have been uh, if would have been Edge and uh, and Finn. I would have I would have put that on the middle of the card. The kind the of fight, you know, yeah, I would have put it yeah. in the middle of the card. You uh-huh. have the you know kind of like when how event starts up high, kind of goes down, kind of keeps exactly. the crowd there. Maybe interesting. Like uh, you have one of that, that, that gimmick match, yeah. And then have mm-hmm. Edge, uh, Edge and Finn as the main event. Yeah, yeah I I agree with that. Maybe that would have been a right way to do it. But I guess they're learning. Yeah, it's what it's second pay per view or third. Uh, SummerSlam. Well, since SummerSlam, so yeah. yeah. Second, so second pay per view. Second pay per view uh, under uh, the new era. Um, so or I think maybe it could be there's maybe telling a story too um because i have noticed that all of the all of bray wyatt's segments since extreme rules have been during a riddle match oh so all of the raw stuff all of the wyatt segments you saw was literally either before riddle's match or during riddle's match when when they came from commercial or something like that so unless they're telling some kind of story where Riddle is involved somehow with the Wyatt Six. I don't know, but could be just obviously pure coincidence. Um, so maybe they are telling a story with that, but also maybe they didn't want to take away, if the Judgment Day were to end it, they didn't want to take away anything from the Judgment Day's uh, you know, brutality or whatever uh, than to have mm. the whole Wyatt well, happen. because they do, they do say that they have everything planned for this whole Wyatt gimmick for the next few months. So maybe that is the plan. That's the first person they're targeting. It could be that it's uh, it's Riddle, and it would make sense because you you're not ready to put Riddle in the title picture, but you want to make him still relevant, being at the top of the at the card. So I think that would be a good way to do it with having Bray, which is the the most um, the most famous guy to come back to the company right now. I guess other than uh, Cody Rhodes, where people are following these uh, white rabbits, and but we can't forget that uh, that uh, Triple H has said that the white rabbit wasn't who we exp- who we expected it to be. So maybe it's Ivan Bray. But are we not seeing? Did we not see anything? We didn't see any white rabbit uh, nope. QR saw, code this uh, Monday, right? Uh, no, Monday we didn't see. We saw Friday uh, with the when Triple H opened up SmackDown. On the mic, right. he had the QR code, and then yeah, but that was Extreme the, Rules. Yeah, and then after, and then Extreme Rules happened, and we 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 got to see uh, Bray Wyatt. Now, 
on Monday, I don't remember. Yeah, I think we did see the, the white rabbit, though, on Monday. I remember some kind of segment somewhere. Oh, yes, when they were uh, recouping uh, Bray with the mask, with that new mask. Then they were okay. showing uh, a bit of uh, the white rabbit uh, segments, like of the, that hangman game or whatever it is, like the computer uh, uh, screen. Yeah, so the, where, but that has to do with Wyatt, though. You're saying that the white rabbit has nothing that, that, to do not, with Wyatt? No, what I'm saying is that that's we haven't had the whole story yet. Okay. So that's why when they open when they close the lights, and then they mm -hmm. open the lights, and then uh, we saw the 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 rabbit, the pig, um, Abby, the witch, yeah. and the uh, the 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 buzzard, yeah, the witch, uh, yeah. Abby, and the and the buzzard, and then we said we see the fiend with the the fiend mask, but mm -hmm. that wasn't that wasn't Bray. Then we see the door, and then Bray comes out. So, the fiend doesn't seem like the fiend is is the main character no more. Bray is the main character, and these guys are just the Wyatt Six. Is that I don't know? Maybe I'm seeing too uh, too much forward in in my in, in my creative thinking here. But I think there's something missing here with that right rabbit. Is not everything we've we're being told. This mm -hmm. white rabbit. I'm pretty sure there's something else. There's a swerve here. Because yeah. that's what Triple H has has been known to do in the last uh, since he's taken over, is swerve us, and that was too much on a silver platter, too much uh, evident that this was um, this, this was brave. So I think right. there's the swerve needs to happen to like ah, fucking well, guys got us. Let, let's hope it's something impactful because if not, it's just a it would have been a waste of time. Well, I don't think Bray's a waste of time, but definitely they got to make no, this not impactful. Bray. Yeah, 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 yeah. not Bray. The whole I'm story of the white rabbit, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I completely agree. It's not enough just a Bray appearing. It's you need something more. Like, oh fuck, these guys got us. I didn't. We didn't expect this. We thought Bray. Oh, that's Bray. It's Bray. The white rabbit was Bray. But then, bang, knock us across the head with something uh, that we didn't expect uh, to see. Well, if it was, if it was, then okay, fine. Then you just end it and you continue whatever with the Bray Wyatt storyline. But if they're continuing on with the white rabbit. It, it has yeah. to be something else. That's why I said there has to be a bigger uh, something else. If not, it's like, okay, why did you continue on with it for so long? That's true. I I, uh, I, I could agree with that. The Brock coming back, costing, uh, that was on Raw, costing uh, Bobby uh, the U.S. title against um, Seth. We we had heard about this, right? We had heard the rumors that, uh, that Brock was going to be back uh, and to fight someone at the... Uh, crown jewel right i think one of the guys we were expecting it to be would have been bobby um did they do it I the mean, right it'd way be cool it'd be cool but we've already seen this like twice already um it's well, so once. twice no oh okay I no i think okay i one of them i think was a five man matchup so fair yeah once right. um <clears throat> I mean, I, I, I can't think of anything other than it's just for Crown Jewel and that's it. It's well, they never had a one-on-one -on -one match. So what they, they had did. was the, the, the Elimination Chamber. They did, though. No, no, no. They had a one-on-one. -on -one. When, when did they have a one-on-one -on -one match? The five-man, yeah. uh, which was on day one, I think it was. Oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. The five-man. Right. And then yeah. they definitely fought one-on-one -on -one at one point. I think it was after WrestleMania or something. I don't know. But they've definitely fought one-on-one -on -one before. For sure. Because I know they hadn't fought before that day one thing. That was the, the how they 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 promoted it. How it's the I, first time that that Bobby and, no, no, uh, no. and Brock are, I think, are being face to face. 
I think Chris is right. But they never had a one on one. I don't know. I'm not sure if they never sure. had one, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that they promoted. If they had one, it was only once, and they promoted it as this never happened before. Mm. I, re, I I remember that they're both they're both uh, not UFC guys, but they're both yeah. MMA it was guys. after the five man thing though. Yeah. Yeah, 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 for sure. It was definitely after the yes. match. Yes. Brock Lesnar versus yes. Bobby Lashley. That's uh, where uh, Paul Heyman was. Yeah, that's right. And Paul Heyman was telling it as he it was at Madison Square Garden. Paul Heyman was telling that Brock was going to show up at Bobby's uh, uh, match and he was going to mm-hmm. win. But then uh, Brock never showed up. That's correct. So, yeah, that's it. So, so all uh, that time that you were spending looking at your phone, you couldn't have figured it out. I was about right he was about to say it. Yeah. So, oh yeah, I was about to say it. I was about to say. So yeah, I was like Royal so, Rumble, and then he just went on. I'm like, okay. But I think if if you're gonna do it, if you're gonna do a match at Crown Jewel, I preferred being not for the title. Then uh, hey, wrestling fan 420. Hey hey hey! Um, Thank you for coming I on. I prefer they do it for a non for for no titles if they're gonna if they're gonna go at it at Crown Jewel. Uh, yeah, but he has been Crown... doing a good job. Go ahead, uh, Jeff. Sorry, this Crown Jewel, do you find that it really has to have some continuity storyline-wise? No. That's not just the one? uh, That's it, yeah. Yeah. It's just about big names and big stars. And that's usually what Crown Jewel is right? Yeah, Yeah, glorified house show. Because Crown Jewel has never had any kind of continuity to it anyways. It never really settled anything or uh, really continued anything. It was just Mm one-off matches and that's it. Just yeah. to please uh, the prince of Saudi Arabia, that's it. Give me your money, bye, kind of thing. So, Survivor Series is our next like buildup. So, yeah, which I'm excited for. Well, because we still don't know how they're gonna do the whole war games that they introduced. Well, the war games thing would be cool. Yeah, yeah I'm excited yeah. to see what they do with that. Uh, I'm uh, yeah, I'm intrigued to see how where they're gonna go. We have a bait, maybe an idea. I guess we have the the Judgment Day versus the the club. Maybe there is there um, a war games kind of match going on there. Maybe they could get. Is it is it three is it three members or four members of the team? I always forget. No, I think it's four members. I think it's four. Yeah. So it's definitely not three. So it's four or five. Well, war war games is usually five. That's it. Okay, five. So that's it. That's four or five. That's what I was thinking. It's five. So they would need two extra. But what type of wrestling do you talk about in this podcast? Everything and anything, brother. So we talk, we recap everything that happens during the week, whether it's AEW Dynamite, Rampage, uh, Raw, SmackDown, and uh, pay per views or premium uh, live events. I know uh, Justin won't like that, but that's uh, what we recap. Pay per views. We recap. <laughs> and uh, we run down the week's uh, TV shows. That's what we do here. Just so that's, that's it. WWE, time. AEW related. Uh, sometimes we do talk about NXT if Kid Crazy decided to watch it. Yeah. But we don't. Uh, yeah. Or uh, at least we don't. Yeah, that's it. It's new, a lot of wrestling. I watched, I usually, usually it's 10 hours of wrestling a week. Uh, but this week it was 15. And I didn't have those two extra hours to make it 17 to watch the next. And sometimes New Japan and, some, and very rarely Impact. Very rarely. And especially this weekend, it was also technically Impact's Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory, and, which I did watch. Uh, you did watch? Full, I did full watch. card? Oh, yeah, damn. full okay. card. Yeah, full card. I even took notes on that one. So uh, he, can have, he can have his own podcast by himself. <laughs> no, no, no. He could dish yeah. it out here. That's fine. Because uh, Bully Ray, uh, that's big. Yeah, it's back. Too, you know, so back in the gauntlet, uh, in the gauntlet uh, match, kind of back, and uh, he won it. So he's gonna challenge for the for the title there. Um, yeah, but Bully Ray. But I really loved 
Um, Mike Bailey, uh, Montreal boy, 514, against uh, Frankie Kazarian for the X uh, Division uh, Championship. Uh, Mike Bailey was the champion. They put on a banger, and that's a banger. Uh, but unfortunately, banger and banger and banger. Yeah, but yeah, not a banger times three, but definitely a banger times one. And um, and unfortunately, but unfortunately, uh, Frankie Kazarian is a legend in the wrestling business. So it's right. not uh, like it's any surprise that he beat uh, Mike Bailey, but he did, and we have a new yeah. X Division champion. Well, it's choose, yeah. yeah. But anyways, he chose option C, anyways, right? So yes, he's so he's ditching the to, yeah, exactly. Yeah, so uh, Bailey could uh, easily win it with the tournament that they're gonna do again. So so he's ditching. So now we have two guys. We have Bully. Uh, I can't always say his name. I always uh, say Bubba Bully Ray. Ray. It's Bully Ray. Bully Ray and Frank Kazarian basically have a open shot for. Uh, for the title uh, against uh, Josh Alexander, the Canadian boy. Oh. So, uh, yeah, basically just went through fucking uh, uh, Bound for Glory there Bound with you guys. Glory. That was uh, in a quick... Um, so to go back... And Raven was Hall of Fame, right? Raven got his little... Yes. Was that? Oh, that was yeah. cool. That was cool also. That was cool. That was cool. Uh, who inducted him was uh, Tommy Dreamer. Okay. And Makes Tommy sense. Dreamer Biggest spoke feud. about... Yeah, it was biggest feud. And Tommy Dreamer spoke about how um, when they had when they were going through this feud, every time that uh, Raven would put on the the DDT on him, and he would stand over him uh, with his arms open, quote the Raven, "Nevermore." Um, it was he never really appreciated laying down on his, uh, and he would hope he was wishing that it would happen one more time. So what happened? Raven comes out, gives a speech, very well written. Uh, he was a bit nervous, actually. Uh, it, he seemed a bit of out of, play, out of place, but he he put he put through uh, what he had written down, and uh, and he finished it off with a DDT on Tommy Dreamer, and he standed it off so Tommy Dreamer can actually appreciate the the moment. So that was uh, that was actually uh, great. But uh, that was uh, during the um, the the pre-show. So, um, but the, the definitely the the two matches. You, if you, if anybody wants to go watch out of those uh, out of that pay-per-view. Bailey versus uh, versus uh, Frankie Kazarian and uh, the main event. Josh Alexander also was a great uh, great match. Um, here, Cowboy. Yeah, so I was wrong last time. I wanted to tell everybody uh, okay. here. I want to clarify about Cowboy Brock. Uh, Cowboy Brock. That I said that Cowboy uh, Cowboy Brock was gone. Apparently not. So, um, but we don't need him. No, but he's entertaining. Whatever, man. He adds, I like this segment. It, I like this, yeah, the segment was cool. fine. I mean, the thing with that Cowboy Brock and really just Brock in general, it doesn't matter. He's kind of neutral anyways, right? He's not heel. He's not face. He just does whatever he wants. And the fans are going to like it and eat it up because that's what he's always done his entire career anyways. Right. So Brock can be whatever who he wants and the fans will still like it. He's just a beast, right? He'll just go in there, do what he wants, crack a few jokes. He could be heel face and it's going to work. It doesn't matter. It's going to work. Yeah. 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 So that was, uh, he comes up with the, with the cowboy hat and, um, and the beard and the, the beard. So, okay. He's back. So I guess he's the, now he got two baby faces because Brock is definitely still baby face as co uh, as cowboy Brock. And Bobby was a babyface until now, unless maybe this match is going to piss him off and maybe make him turn. I guess we'll see because we did see a backstage uh, segment after with uh, with Bobby saying he was really mad at um, at uh, at Seth for for taking advantage of it and winning. 
but he'll deal with Seth later. And now he really wants to deal with uh, with Brock. So should be mad at himself. You took, you you let your words, you let Seth Rollins's words get the best of you. Oh, I thought you were a soldier. Thought you were a soldier. Like just don't yeah. accept the match. Then what are you doing? Just yeah. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. It's so easy for you to say, nah, bro, yeah. I'm, I'm good. <laughs> nah, you know when the ref's asking you, are you good to go? You're like, nah, bro, I think I'll be okay. <laughs> that should be, nobody's, that's on, nobody's begging That's on you, Lashley. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, then Matt Riddle versus Sami Zayn. Uh, again, props to Sami, baby. Honor, Sammy, Sami, Sami. Honorary use. Honorary yeah. use, still doing it. That was a good match, also. Matt even Riddle. his, uh, even in the beginning of the Raw, the promo that he did to, uh, oh, yeah, where he's basically uh, oh. saying uh, where Jay, oh. Jay <laughs> oh, 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 where, where Jay's oh. like, yeah, shouldn't you uh, take this match? He's like, oh, you're right. He's like, you're you know right. what? I will. I will. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, you get you get some good ideas sometimes. <laughs> you know what? I will. I will. But it was a good match. Uh, oh yeah, the the between the the between the ropes. Uh, I, I could I, I could picture W uh, PWG there El Generico versus Matt Riddle there uh, in that mm. match a bit going on there. Right. So, uh, that was that was cool, um, and basically that's it. Because then it was the um, then it was the DX that came out right uh, office equipment. Yeah, we I think we spoke about that. That was yeah. uh, <laughs> and then it was the sleep. I think he, I think he's doing something with some office equipment there. <laughs> he's doing that something was, involving some office equipment. I was like, oh, okay. That was that it. was All funny. Right. That was that was funny. What do you guys think about the new? Uh, so uh, what's his name? It's Patrick, right? Kevin Patrick with uh, Corey Graves. Yeah. yeah. Uh, first week impressions. First impressions there. I watch my raw on mute. No, you uh, don't. No, you don't. Stop. <laughs> you do not watch your bra on mute. I watch it on mute. This is not what a thing. What was it? What was that <laughs> face? You don't watch your raw on mute. I watch. I watch my. I watch my raw on mute. Okay. You the guy was okay. I guess it's a little bit too early to judge. I mean, it's, but yeah, of course, yeah. it's the first week. You know, I'm not gonna. Uh, I think I think Wade Barrett on uh, on SmackDown with uh, with Cole was better than Monday. But Cole's doing a good job now. No, Cole's on fire. It's yeah. just it, they really hurt him. That McAfee, again. McAfee's <laughs> not around. But I think Wade Barrett did a good job. Uh, I know that in NXT he wasn't uh, everybody's favorite, but I think for the first one he did a good job. I think he did a better job than uh, than Kevin Patrick did on his first Raw. And they're, they're gonna have to work it out. But they uh, listen. Uh, I'm, I'm fucking well, yeah, here, Wade, picking, picking Wade up has, fucking uh, he's, uh, uh, straws here. Wade, Wade has experience on commentary, so exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I Kevin see... Patrick, where did he come from? Kevin Patrick, he was doing backstage interviews. Yeah, just backstage stuff. Okay, so I, I mean, didn't see I didn't there. see NXT, so I don't know how uh, Booker T did. Oh Jesus! But I, I would have yeah. been uh, I would have been interested to see how he did because oh, uh, that, they had uh, some good they had some good setups and. Uh, to let everybody know next week, the how, how do we call it? the Wednesday night wars are back, but they're on oh. Tuesday, oh. <laughs> right? Because Dyn yeah. Dynamite's on Tuesday, so next week, so we have NXT versus uh, Dynamite next. Well, uh, Vice next is even uh, a part of that because yeah, tales from the territory. I saw no, no, the no, first no. one. No, 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 no. Oh. The Vince McMahon documentary is also coming out that day too. Oh, next Tuesday. Next Where? Tuesday oh, at the same that's time. Big. I that's think it's good. on Vice, but, if I'm not mistaken. But why? Yeah, it is why, on Vice. It why is Dynamite on, on Tuesday? 
uh, because of uh, I guess baseball TBS. Uh, yeah, yeah, well, uh, yeah, the playoffs. Yeah, so uh, so they're yeah. they're going back to the Wednesday night wars and uh, guaranteed Tony TK is putting a a big card together. Will it be a good show? Well, we'll see I mean, I feel, like, I feel like I feel like big surprise. What are the numbers for NXT though? Are they really that high though to begin with right now? Oh no, I think they were 600,000 type of thing last the last two weeks. They haven't been great, but 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 if 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 um, if if Dynamite does anything less than than 800,000 so then you're starting to get really close to NXT uh, there. So Right. Okay. Jeff's cooking. I don't know how how so... how the base the the fan base of NXT is loyal <laughs> that they will watch absolutely nxt before they go go watch uh dynamite or if they're just wrestling fans that will end up going to watch dynamite first and then watch uh, nxt later but i think there's something interesting to look at because the tk has been kind of a bit uh pretentious there in the last few weeks uh pissed off about some stuff so so it'd be interesting what kind of card he puts up as the main booker there because every time he he has he has a big card to put up on tv oh he disappoints. You're gonna have <laughs> you're gonna have the John Moxley Hangman Page match though. Well, that's on that dynamite yeah. now. So you're so that's happening. That, they're there. probably gonna start with it, right? Isn't that's not that's not probably. no no I thought, no, 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 no it's dynamite that's dynamite it's yeah sorry it's on probably. dynamite no, so it, that, that's gonna be something interesting to look at it's that dynamic of uh, the Tuesday night wars uh, going on and um, yeah and that um, what's it yeah dynamite in Toronto Toronto. Crowd was on fire. on fire. Thank it was God. it was like it was white hot. I was there. there I <laughs> yeah. Saw. Now that it, uh, I don't. There's any don't kind like of hot. That. It was no, definitely man. white. It was definitely yeah. white hot. That's fair. Oh, yeah. he's standing. <laughs> he's standing. Oh, there we go. There you go. He's that, hot man over there. He was so white hot that he had to stand. I had to stand mm. because that was a a crazy pop for um Renee but for Renee Paquette to start. It was a <laughs> crazy is, pop, but. They were alive for the whole show, though. Yeah, for the whole they're show. standing they in it. They even sang Jericho's song, and they didn't even come out he after. Come out after the, they came out with yeah. the Lionheart song, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, they didn't let him because what they what he tried to do this week was, guys, if you want to hear and if you want to sing the song, you're gonna have to come on Thursday to the uh, to the to the rampage taping because on Wednesday I'll be coming out to the Lionheart. And they're like, no, fuck you. We're going to fucking sing it when we want to fucking sing it. And uh, that's, that's it. You ain't going to tell us where the fuck to sing the I, fucking Judas. I, I, I think that was a good, si- a good sign to uh, of things to come, kind of like having yeah. other shows here in Canada. Yeah. You know, because your first show, it was uh, overall, before we run down all the matches, it was good. I think it was a solid dynamite. Yeah. The crowd was into it. And if the crowd was into it, it's because it was a good show. Yeah. So if it, if it was shit, they wouldn't have never. It wouldn't have been as uh, well. As if, if, it, it felt like the crowd was going to be behind it no matter what. But when it yeah. when they saw it was a good show, then they really went hundred percent behind it. And there was every single every single spot, every single uh, storyline um, uh, change. They would be behind it. It was it was really uh, Dan Housen. They you don't usually the, he gets pops, but that pop. But like, it like was different, no, yeah. It was, it was different. different. Uh, 
uh, what's his name? Even Sean Spears. When, mm-hmm. Who the fuck gives a pop for Sean Spears? But <laughs> he's dead, Canadian, bro. right? Yeah. But yeah, yeah, he's Canadian. No, but, it, but, out, yeah, but it was, but it was a big pop, though. Yeah, it was a huge pop. FTR did it good, also uh, saying, yeah. uh, "What time is Rampage at 10? Uh, 10? What 10? Right. It was kind of like the the who 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 uh, right. from the New Day, and then bang, he comes out the chairman of AEW. Uh, but then two in two weeks, he's absolutely nowhere to be seen. But at least for for now, tonight, uh, last night on uh, on Dynamite at the uh, at that, and it looked pretty full. No, it looked pretty uh, full, yeah, uh, full full arena. Well, they said it was there. packed. They said it was full. Yeah, house. it was sold out. Actually, it was yeah, sold it was out. Sold it's out. tomorrow that the well, actually no, tonight as we're speaking, uh, that it wasn't sold out yet. That that's why they were trying to build that whole the Chris Jericho Judas thing. So tonight we might see a difference uh, for tomorrow's uh, for tomorrow's rampage. But yeah, the crowd was really behind it, uh, and it's good news. I know we we said last week that this was a um, this was a moment where we needed them to uh, the crowd in Toronto to back up and. Uh, Give us the the credibility to to have these kind of AW shows in Canada, and they did. And I think uh, Montreal is uh, is uh, coming up real soon, real soon. I, I can't think, I can't wait. I think maybe maybe right away after Christmas, after uh, the New Year's, I think we might get an announcement for a Montreal show. Yeah. I think I think we should all go there, all get floor seats, and have Justin sit in the nosebleeds. Wow. I've been trying to plan. <laughs> it's been a year I've been doing this podcast. It's been a year I'm trying to plan something and it never works out. It's going to you know happen eventually. It's going to happen eventually. I think we're good with the AEW. If AEW comes to Montreal to like a, where would they come? Uh, uh, Plaza Bell. No, they won't go to Plaza Bell uh, because it's um, too big. Uh, Metropolis? And yeah, ki- kind of Metropolis. Uh, do they have a, an upper deck Metropolis? Uh, yeah, no. I believe. Yeah. Uh, no. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, I, think, I never went. I think Sorry. it would be more of like a, of a Maurice, Maurice Richard. Yeah, they can do it there. That's it's a, that's it. That's or Verdun, it's about, I think. Verdun, since I... Verdun, they renovated Verdun not too long ago. Verdun. Yeah, Verdun can fit an, oh a, my good, God. a good 5,000 <laughs> people there if you count the floor. Uh, but I think Maurice Richard would be the most. Uh, Where's this? I never heard of this place. What, it's right mean? next to the Olympics. It's right next to the Olympic Stadium. Maurice Richard right. is right, yeah, right next to the Olympic Stadium on uh, Pierre de Coubertin. Vio, yeah, is that Vio the Metro Stadium? No, that's what? a bots on Sherbrooke. No, Saputo's on Sherbrooke. Yeah. Oh, okay, the, okay, yeah, right okay. below, right next to the the Metro. Yeah, yeah. Vio Metro. Vio Metro. Uh, I think now they're looking. They're they're definitely looking because he's not an idiot, Tony Khan. He's seen he's seen the the, the Monday <laughs> night after uh, WrestleMania with uh, yeah. Hulk Hogan. Uh, as the yeah. fan that he is, because he said he was in uh, he was in Toronto for that match. He said for the Hulk Hogan versus uh, The Rock match. So I'm sure he saw the next day. I don't know if he was present in Montreal, but I'm sure he saw it on TV at least the reaction um, for 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 that Raw. And I'm sure now that everything went well in Toronto, I'm sure he wants to make that happen in Montreal. And I think it will uh, in that. Uh, Following the New Year's, we should have an announcement. I don't know where. I don't know how this works with the booking of the of the arenas. Do they have? Excuse me. Do they have priority? Like, will uh, will WWE let AEW do a, a show at the Plus Bell? Because that would be technically the best place. It's Ten thousand people. Uh, you take out about a thousand five, two thousand for the yeah, but guys, the entrance. You don't think they'll be able to do it at the Bell Center? No, that's big, no. I don't man. think they. Uh, 
that's it. I don't know. That's both both reasons. That's why I think WWE does these house shows at the Plas Bell mm. because they want to keep that that exclusivity. That's the one in Laval, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, the Bell Center. I don't think they would want to do it as a first show number one because they don't know if they could fill it up twenty thousand. But at the same time, the the Plas Bell, the ten thousand seat in Laval is the perfect venue for AEW. But is there a question of exclusivity contracts with WWE? And plus, and WWE is coming because that's the reason. Uh, that's the reason AEW has never gone to. Because um, I, I think the M Telus is Square Garden. Oh, yeah, I think M Telus is still maybe too small. I think it's too small. I think there's only floor. Mm. Uh, there's only floor and a bit where they did it. Where independent um, promotions do it is uh, Olympia Club Soda. That uh, Club Unity, which I never, I never been. I don't know how. Uh, never seen it. But those are the three places where I hear the most of the oh. of the independent uh, uh, promotions doing their their. their well, stuff. but Maurice Richard makes sense because it's a yeah. hockey arena, so you could you could see yeah. quite a bit. Yeah, you could well, see quite a bit because I think I think I think there, you could definitely fit three to four thousand people on the on the seats, and then the floor you could fit another thousand. There's so also maybe it wouldn't be that bad. There's also the stadium in Park Jerry where they do the Canadian Open for the tennis. Yeah, but yes, which would be a good idea. I think. Jo- people, yeah, and no, it would be, it would, be that would be the best, film. the best one out of the out of the mall because I think Jacques Rougeau did a did a yeah. family a family event there, and it was like twelve thousand people, which is great, which is yeah. huge <laughs> for oh, okay. for an independent uh, thing uh, that he did here, family oriented. I think that would be great, but then we'd have to wait for next uh, next spring, next summer yeah. type of thing. But you're so saying you think after the holidays, right? I think they'll announce something in January where they will be coming back to Canada. Because I know it's probably already booked. We just don't know about it. We just don't know. They're not promoting it yet. I know they're doing the DB is doing a house show on December 29th at the Bell Center. uh, Plus Bell? Yeah. That they they announced it right away after SmackDown. Yeah. Are you going? No, no. No TV. I ain't going. Spend my money for not being on TV. I'll go. I'll go for us. I I will. Would I? Would I? Would I? Uh, I'll pay you to put up a have a sign that says "JLB sucks." <laughs> you, don't, you don't need to pay me. I'll just do it. Okay. Oh my god. I'll have a sign. I'll go just to have a sign saying "The nuts are here." <laughs> the ah, nuts are here. Go. <laughs> go. Good, good. I'll make sure. I'll make sure the sign has hands like this. You know. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then we had the greatest tag team of all time come out. After uh, the interview of Renee Paquette with, um, oh no, sorry, I forgot the, the Jungle Boy Jack Perry match, yeah, uh, which was a pretty decent match though. That was yeah. a good way to start. I it. didn't like the finish there, clean finish there for uh, Lucha. I don't know if that was the way to go, but it was a good match. It was a good match. I know there was a little interference type of thing with uh, Christian that was on commentary, ended up coming to the to the side of the ring, but mm-hmm. it, it seemed a bit clean to me that I didn't. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna have to see another Lucha Jungle Boy Jack Perry match. I really want Lucha to change his name. Well, he has to take off his mask. Yeah, and that too. Yeah. Yeah. We all know what he looks like. You've been on national TV without your mask. So he's not the monster. He's not the monster that you. You know, everybody knows who you are. It's not like uh, Kane was before the mask because nobody knew who Kane was. Uh, right. So this is a bit is a bit different. It's it's in. Ah, I don't see it. The mask is supposed to be an intriguing part of your character. And for Luchasaurus, absolutely it's not. So uh, 
So, yeah, if you're going to want to step up to the next level, maybe taking off the mask is the way to go. Um, but you're going to have to destroy some, uh, I don't know, you have to be more sadistic. I want to, I want to see the evil Luchasaurus, where he can bring me before, before he can take off that mask. I want you to, yeah, I understand you're not going to come over in this program with, uh, with, with, uh, with Jungle, Jung Boy. Jungle Boy. But I, I want you to stay... Uh, not be buried that you can you your your character can can survive this so uh, you have to be destructive just the same way with uh, with wardlow like the last two weeks uh last week cage and then this week uh camarado it doesn't look believable that you're fucking squashing a guy that's bigger than you like it does like it doesn't make sense like give me a match uh but brain cage wasn't a squash but this week was definitely a squash with the uh, warjo the name of the stupid fucking tag team uh, because it's War, uh, Low, and, and Samoa yes. Joe. So it's War Joe. Uh, War Joe. When QT makes fun of your name, you got a problem. Yeah, you know because it's a problem. Fucking, your, fucking, your fucking name is QT and you're making fun of the other guy's name? Okay. Uh, yeah. But yeah. So, so that was a bit of a, a, bit of a problem. He's got there. a point though. Yeah. You're on fire. Man. White uh, fire. He's white hot. So, yeah, it didn't, it didn't, it, it didn't make sense. And I want them, I want them to take Lucha and even Jungle Boy, even Jungle Boy. You have a potential here. You don't want to fuck it up. Don't fuck it up. So now you beat him, you lose. Actually, you lost. So now what? You're gonna have another match. So what type of match? You have a, you have to have a stipulation for this yeah, match. Yeah, it's gonna be a gimmick. It's gonna be a gimmick match. Yeah, exactly. So because you gotta give it, you, you gotta give a gimmick match, and you gotta give the rubber, the the not the rubber, but the rub. To uh, <laughs> the rub to uh, to Jungle Boy there, so, so. Oh, shit. Okay, I'll give them a chance. What are they gonna give me uh, next? But I wasn't overjoyed with that match. Um, then for the Wardrobe versus uh, versus QT and Camarado, Brian Cage came out uh, with his click, uh, and then FTR came out um, to a big pop. I think FTR was the biggest pop of the night there. Yeah. When the music came on and the, the, the three letters came on the Titan Tron or whatever the, the big screen. Yeah, fans was, went crazy. Yeah. yeah, fans went crazy. So they, they announced that uh, they will they will be having a that's when they announced that they'll be having a five five man tag match. Um but they were five and they were only four, but that's when they announced the return of uh, the, I think the it claimed uh, it claimed pop was bigger than FTR, no? Maybe it was close. It was, that close, was close, but yeah, even, even close. Dan Danhausen's Dan too was up there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because Danhausen was more of a surprise type. Uh, we mm. weren't expecting to see him there in the crowd when he did, uh, and to uh, to curse out uh, the other one. Yeah. So I think I think those three were the biggest pops of the night. I think. Well, maybe with with the fans uh, chanting or, or singing uh, Jude, uh, Judas. When the song wasn't playing, that was pretty. Uh, that was pretty loud. I mean, the crowd was just. I think the crowd was maybe the most quietest was during the women's match, but aside from that, they just went ape shit everywhere. Like, good. Yeah. I'm really happy. I'm really happy. Ape Toronto shit? like stood out. Ape went shit. Ape shit. No, no, they ape definitely, uh, they definitely, they definitely were top. I think, ape I think they, it's safe to say that maybe the crowd in Toronto was uh, AW Dynamite's MVP uh, for last night. I think that's fair to say. Um, yeah. uh, MJF backstage promo. What do you guys? Uh, think? It was good. It was good. I liked it. It was good. It's it's almost like he's teetering on heel yeah. face. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. He's not I had sure. That feeling too. I like I like I liked it too. It's it's a different dynamic to it. Because I have to be the bad guy, right? Yeah. You guys don't understand when I walk out, all but these people yeah. fucking always uh, always give me problems. I have no choice but to be the bad guy. I think that was taking uh, it to another level where we need to see him and he, he always delivers. Yeah, I think it's a different And making like said, Stokely look like shit as well on top of that. Yeah. I won't, right? I, won't, so, I, I won't hire uh Alf, what do you say i won't i won't need you no more if uh, if you're not gonna do when um this is your second strike yeah, yada yada exactly. yada so what are you doing here bah, bah, bah. any sense uh, so yeah that was uh that was interesting because then stokely showed up and then he did the straight face to face with the camera it was an emotional mm-hmm. um it was an emotional promo where he he put out his uh what he wanted to say it made sense Even in the storyline, it made sense. Not with Mox, not with anything, but with MGF's story, it made sense. Mm. What he wants to do. Mm. And then that was a good segue because it, it broke to uh, Mox's promo in the ring. Mm. And uh, and then we got... Adam Page we... with the best yeah. promo of his career? Of his career. Did you see Definitely. the bump yeah. that he gave him on his forehead that he gave himself? That was... I don't know if it was... Uh, if, it was uh, <laughs> if they had planned it. But it worked right. out perfect in the. In, in it, the didn't, it didn't. It didn't look like it didn't. It looked. Uh, he looked almost like startled after. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. gave him like, something confession. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was. I think on television. But it was well put out. It was well put out. He's like, oh, "Thank you. Uh, I look up to you and everything and everything." But until you said that I was a kid, and then yeah. he went on a fucking rant, and it was beautiful to see. And that's the, and I, it makes sense with the story because that's the cowboy that we want to see, the cowboy Adam Page we want to see, where right. uh, where Mark says uh, ever since uh, last year that ladder match, what was he said? Yeah, you, you haven't been the same. You haven't been the same guy. And fuck, yeah, it makes sense. I don't know if that was the plan. If this is long term booking from uh, from Tony Khan, if it is, props. I doubt it. But but where it is at now. I want to see. I want to see more. I want to see next week's fight. I want to see yeah. this match next week. Is it yeah. me or do they go to Cincinnati a lot? Well, they go to Ohio a lot. They go to yeah. Uh, yeah they I go mean, to the same places like Baltimore, Washington, mm-hmm. uh, Ohio. All that, Mid- all that Midwest. Uh, the yeah. Belt. Yeah, Midwest, Midwest and the and the Belt there, whatever they call it. The <laughs> the east. Uh, the the uh, I don't know. Eastern Mid- Seaboard. Yeah, which on the is, east, uh, like Atlanta, Florida. Yeah, yeah all North. that eastern uh, South Carolina, North Carolina, Georgia, yes. and then then you have a bit of Ohio and uh, and uh, and Louisville, Kentucky. That's where they go. Mm. That's their. Um... Well, yeah, we haven't seen them much in LA, uh, no. Arizona, Only uh, once, Texas, yeah. a few times, Houston, I think uh, yeah. once, uh, mm. Dallas, I think once. Yeah. Um, And that's about it. They don't go a lot on uh, that the western side of. Uh, they go to Vegas once a year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or double or nothing. Yeah. Well, that's their show. That's their. I don't know. People, people say it's. Uh, it's I think it is Chicago. Yeah, yeah, it usually is all out there. Chicago is really their home because yeah. yeah, they've been there. But their first show ever was in uh, <laughs> was in Las Vegas and was double or nothing. And they always go back to. Yeah. Uh, Unless to you count all in. And that show is in Chicago. So Chicago, that's why yeah. it's kind of which Vegas, was, Chicago. Yeah, which is technically the real original. The real right. OG. The real OG. Listen, AEW. all right? Let me do Listen. what I need to do. 
I'm a balance beam here, okay? I'm weighing the odds. Are you a Libra? <laughs> Yo, listen. Listen. And then uh, we had the ROH Championship match with the American Dragon versus the Lionheart, which also was a very good match. And uh, the ending, I got to admit, guys, I was I was very surprised of, uh, about this swerve here. I think, yeah, I think there's something behind it, though, because it, it almost looked like that Daniel Garcia wasn't sure what he exactly. did, but he didn't want it. It doesn't do look it. like it's a complete turn here. Yeah. Maybe it's a... Maybe it's I don't want you I don't want you to beat uh, to beat uh, Chris Jericho I want to beat Chris Jericho type of thing. Maybe mm. yeah. yeah yeah because it didn't look like a complete turn it didn't look like he was part of uh, of JAS after he was kind of looking kind of hesitating. Well, he uh, went back with them, but he still yeah, had he like did, a very stone face. He wasn't yeah. like yeah yeah. So it was kind of like uh, he, he wasn't sure yet. So uh, I I like the story. I love the match. Yeah. Um, Usually, I don't like these type of finishes, these non-finishes, but I like this one. It makes sense. I just want to see where it's going from here. And uh, it worked out perfect. Perfect. That was well-written and well-booked. I'll give uh, TK his, uh, his props mm-hmm. when he deserves it. And here he deserves it. It was well-booked. No. And where he deserves it again was definitely in the main event. And that match was on fire. Uh, mm-hmm. I know uh, Pac is one of the favorite guys on this podcast. Um, I think everybody here unanimously loves fucking Pac, yeah. uh, but again, he fucking delivers, man, and he makes uh, Orange Cassidy look like gold. No, oh, but even like Orange gold. Orange held his own too. Orange oh, yeah. Cassidy held. His oh own. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. He was able to <laughs> uh, to get over with the crowd when it was time. Um, get the moves, the moves, uh, the spots at the right time. Those <laughs> uh, those cost. reverse. Those reverse uh, DDTs. Sometimes I thought Pac was getting his neck broken. Oh yeah, when he was like bent. Reverse, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His, his, his his head was bent completely the other way. I'm like, oh, no, no, they fucked it up. No, and they kept on going. And yeah, and you, all Atlantic uh, champion, baby, Orange Cassidy for his first uh, title in AEW. Well deserved, yeah. no? Definitely. Yeah. Definitely well deserved, and whatever. Uh, Pac has the trios title, whatever. so it's not like he lost anything. Yeah, exactly. well, it, it fits with Orange Cassidy's whatever, so it works. Um, yeah, no, great match. Um, I'm just not completely, I don't know. I'm it was a good match. I'm just not an overly huge fan of Orange Cassidy. I don't know, like, he's a good wrestler, it's just, I don't know, I can't necessarily get behind him too too much i'm just not i don't know there's something missing from with orange cassidy i don't know exactly what it is uh his gimmick is good we see him finally wrestle and so on and so forth well i'll tell but you right I just now feel... what it is uh mm. it's can you build up can you can you build up a program when you need it are we gonna are you gonna be able to pull out a, a, a okay i'm not gonna say a 15 minute because nobody does 15 minute promos but can you pull up an eight minute promo to build up a championship match where are you going to put your heart out and and build up this match? That's what we haven't seen from uh, from from Orange Cassidy. Yeah, we've seen a bit of a few phrases, a few words on certain promos when it's other people around them, but we never seen him really like point somebody out. I need you. I want you. I'm going to get you. Or him pissed off. That's what I want to say. He did a little bit of he did a little bit of that just before. I think was it. The first or second match with Chris Jericho, where they kind of did like the State of the Union thing, 
on the stage yes, where he actually started speaking and it was kind of like, oh, shit, okay. I think that was the only time. Yeah, you're right. You're completely yeah, right. Yeah. That's that's how much I forgot about it because it was the only time that we actually heard him speak for more than 30 seconds. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah? That's true. That's true. And that's now... and, and, and his attitude has been changing a little bit too, week by week. It's a little bit more of an edge. Yeah. It's not always that like very like nonchalant act. It's, uh, it's, it's getting there. He's getting there. Oh God. Yeah. So just patience, little patience, I guess. Fair enough. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see where 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 this uh, all Atlantic rain brings him. Um, mm. Now that now that he has it, fuck. I hope he defends it more on uh, on TV. I know we've talked about, and it was like great that the Pac was defending it uh, overseas and in in independent federations and stuff. I hope uh, Cassidy does that, but I want to see him defend it against. Uh, well, I guess, I guess I want to see him defend it in bangers weekly on a weekly basis. That's what I, I think mean. I think he will because I think Pac is more over in Europe than he is in the States. Okay, so that makes sense why he would do that. Okay. So and it's not just because he's he's British, but I I, I think it's just, just maybe just the way he is. He's just more over in Europe than he is here. Mm-hmm. So it would make sense that Orange Cassidy, who's really over on this, uh, you know. In, the, in North America or in the States, rather, that you would you would see it more often on TV. For sure. So we're seeing. Are we are we looking up for uh, or looking forward? Not looking forward, but eventually, are we going to see Ethan Page versus uh, Orange Cassidy here? Yeah, it looks like that's what that's what it's, it looks like. It's going to go to. I eventually. think that's their next feud. Yeah, because I because be I think feud. Ethan Page is fighting um, somebody this week. And then he, he should win this week, and then set up that match probably next week on Dynamite. Probably. Set well, he's up fighting one of the best friends, no? Isn't he yeah, fighting uh, one of the best? No, friends? Uh, Isaiah Isaiah Cassidy. Yeah, from the oh, from private okay. party. Yeah. yeah, and it's oh, okay. like if he if he wins, they and, and he, the firm gets the contract of Matt Hardy. Like, uh, yeah. Mm. Oh, that's it. That's it. Then the private party goes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yes, that that's uh, exactly right. Yeah. Yeah, because Matt Hardy, you're gonna find something, bro, guys. Uh, I, fuck, I respect him. He's a legend in the business, but uh, you're really irrelevant here. Who's this? Sorry, sorry. Yeah, without your buddy, Jeff, your buddy Matt, you're really Matt Hardy. Oh, yeah. That's another thing. When did the uh, when did Matt get back with uh, those two other guys? I'm blind. He didn't. Right well, he didn't. He's trying to. He's trying to get them back now. Oh, okay. I was like. I was a bit lost there. Okay. Well, basically, that's uh, what he said. He goes, These guys, I used to, I, I used to, I used to want to mentor them. I used to think they were the future, uh, but then I lost my way, and now I want to see them. I want to make them see the right way and bullshit. Blah 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 blah. The something mm-hmm. that uh, doesn't really come get me as a wrestling fan in that story, mm. like not, uh, especially like Justin said. Without Jeff around, it's really hard for uh, for He's Matt just to, lost. to yeah. remain relevant. Yeah. Because even Matt's group with the private party, um, even before whether you want to add Andrade into that or even before Andrade, it just yeah, with the butcher and the blade, I didn't even, necessarily yeah. with butcher and the blade, and then he had yeah, like I just didn't care. Like I don't know, Matt just I don't know. Tony and Khan has to get something for Matt or something because it's kind of sad that the only thing that they can give Matt Hardy for him to be relevant of any kind is the Hardy Boys. You know what I mean? How can we not give him something else? They did the V1 and all his other gimmicks that he had with Delete. I guess Delete is the only one that's over, but... 
Yeah, a broken mat is the one that works for him the best. That the if he wants if he wants one last run, one last hurrah, like they call it in the in the wrestling business, I think right. it would have to be with the gimmick of uh, broken mat. Broken mat, yeah, it would have to be. But they started that though, right? That was when he initially. But did when he, yeah, when he got you. there with no fans, I think it was. Yeah, uh, it, yeah. It, it, was it, hard. Got, it got it got over as as much as it could, especially when they did Stadium Stampede. I think that was really cool. It was funny. Yeah, it, was, it worked. Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. But you it, know, even even if he retires, he could just be manager. He can manage. I think he would be so a perfect could, coach. Yeah. backstage. Yeah. I think a yeah. perfect coach backstage. No, but even on TV, he could still stay relevant. Maybe just managing the right, the right group, the right role for him. Yeah. yeah, the right role for him. Yeah, uh, we got to find something because I think bangers. That guy won't be uh, having any much more of them. No. Maybe one last run when Jeff comes back. If because uh, apparently he's done with the uh, with the rehab, so um, yeah. I guess now they're waiting to see if he's gonna come back or the well, right time for him to come no, back. I guess. Well, Tony Khan. Well, no, but Tony Khan wants his uh, his court. Uh, he still has to go to court and stuff like oh, that yeah, though, for, because yeah. they had. Uh, I think he only has late October. He's supposed to go back to court or something. Yeah. Uh, and then Tony Khan wants to see what happens with that before Jeff comes back anywhere. Yeah, it makes sense. A, it makes so. sense. It makes sense. Because after, if you take him back now, you'll bring him back. And then in, in October, you get sentenced to uh, whatever it is. Uh, right. week, weekends in jail and shit doesn't look good. There doesn't look good for him. So, yeah, I, I would understand right. that. But you got to find something for Matt where it makes sense. I think coaching does make sense because we saw that. Mm -hmm. uh, what's his face? Mock signed for five-year extension and he, as a mentor and a coach, too. Yeah. Uh, in his new contract, so yeah. I think there's room there for some guys to to take that leadership role uh, away from the EVPs. Is that the goal here? Yeah, because uh, if you have more coaches, you don't need the EVPs anymore. Yeah, we'll have less uh, less power because we still don't know what the fuck's going on with the EVPs, right? Hmm. No, I think Kenny's contract's about to evaporate, and uh, they they're allowed to add. I, what I read was they're allowed to add nine months because of the injury. Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. But it's about to run out. Well, also CM run. Punk's new office role, apparently, if that has any uh, relevancy to it and truth to it, um, he might be considered a coach as well, which I feel like would cause a whole lot more harm than good. Yeah. No, no, he's not on camera, so no. I think it's We don't need him. Phil. Phil needs to stay home no, with Larry. No, wait a second. Okay, now, now, now you're awake. I can't stand Phil. <laughs> I can't stand Phil. But, but <laughs> can 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 he can he work? Can he be an asset to some to some wrestlers going uh, going up? Yes. No, no question about that. There's mm -hmm. zero question about that. Now, can he also be a problem in that locker room backstage? Will only some people want to work with him and some people not want to work with him? He gives right. a you know, you get assigned. Okay, you have a match with, uh, uh, let's say, Jungle Boy against uh, against Adam Page. Adam Page. Okay, CM is going to be your producer. He's going to be setting up that match. Mm. <clears throat> oh, but, but hold on, though. I think his maybe his issue is because he's on camera. If he actually retires because he can't wrestle anymore because of injuries, put him backstage where he's not on camera. You think he's I gonna think he's going to be a spiteful bastard, though. Yeah, I don't think he's going to be as humble as you think he is. He's going to be mm. a bad taste in the mouth for that company. What kind mm. of taste? Bad. He's like, be very like, kind of like, salty or sweetie? Like really stale peanuts that Justin has yeah. in his Like jelly cooking, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, you yeah. Know. yeah. Mm -hmm. Joke's on you. I don't cook. 
There you go. That's how bad. <laughs> what cook. the fuck you talking about? <laughs> Job's cooking. <laughs> fuck that shit. You don't cook. Why is there is there word on the street that he is going to be a coach or something? What is a, I saw something about that. The well, there was state. a bunch of uh, things uh, earlier this week and even last week. They were mentioning that CM Punk potentially might have an office role yeah. within the company. Oh, yeah. Phil, um, stay home with Larry. That's weird. That's weird because uh, it's really we have weird. no word. I, I we don't, have no word it's not yet. Confirmed, obviously. No, no, obviously, no, no, no. It's, it's no. Uh, to, so for call people, Phil. Like, tell him this stay is home. not. This is not. This is pure speculation on our part yeah. uh, that we've heard. Uh, that he might have a, a office role, but to the, to to know of that we have no news on on uh, Kenny and the Young Bucks, absolutely zero from both sides, and that's that's you know no uh, no um, no show of being the elite, and no uh, no answers from from TK. Well, that's and legal, that he, man. That's still no, no that, that, that's why I understand. But yeah. then to have rumors come out that he was going to be in, in the office, fuck, I don't know. Uh, there's something, there's something there that keeps on, keeps on itching my, itching my, uh, my, my, um, my mind there. Where are they going with with this? Mm-hmm. Is is TK really taking fucking CM Punk's side on this after the investigation, or uh, or maybe? Maybe Can CM Punk was back? threatening the sue of some kind, and that's this the, is that's part of thing. some kind of negotiations. Thing. I think that's the thing. Listen, uh, maybe I heard Tony there was Khan nine million dollars contract or something. I heard there was nine million. Sorry, go ahead. They were going to pay him nine million dollars to buy out his contract. That's what I heard because it was a five-year contract. Was nine million? How much was he originally? Oh, supposed whatever to it was, I think it was three million a year. Whatever it was, oh, I, mean, I don't know exactly what it was. Oh. Pay Five years, that's fifty million. million. It gives you nine for the year money, for man. the and get the fuck out of here. I don't want to see your face no more. So pay. I would pay the nine million. Ciao. Bye. See you. Have a good life. No, we we yeah. know, whoa, whoa. We know, we know, one we shot, know what man. your that's opinion a lot of money. Is. Yeah, we know what your it's... opinion is, but this is a business. Yeah. When you're making when you're making forty six million dollars yeah. revenue a year, nine million dollars is a, a big fucking amount of money. You got to look at that. You don't want, we all, I think we all, one thing we can agree here, all four of us, is we want AEW to survive as long as possible, right? True. Yeah. Okay. So what we definitely don't want is to go on a legal battle where, where TK is going to go spend millions of dollars on attorneys and, uh, and end up still giving fucking uh, CM Punk 9 million mm-hmm. for, yeah. for, for not, for not coming, for not showing up no more. So give him 9 million and an ice cream. <laughs> what kind of ice cream? <laughs> Sandwich. <laughs> Hagen does? Yes. Yes, that's the best one, actually. No, but I don't know. We'll see. I mean, it, it could easily just be because of negotiations. We'll see. Yeah, or it could just be bullshit. There's definitely, legal, bullshit. There's definitely legal behind this. There's definitely because we, we know how CM Punk is. We know CM Punk is a sensitive fuck. So we can know we, that he's going to... we gonna call him Phil? S- can we just call him Phil? Ah, no, I'm not going to play that game. Um, so, <laughs> I'm not going to play that game. <laughs> so he just want, he, he's the type of guy that's going to sue people if he thinks he deserves he deserves uh, that due. So uh, right. I, I understand where t- TK has Stuff. to has to uh, maneuver all these waves. Uh, and I understand uh. that because CM Punk is a big possibility that he, he will sue. If he, if he thinks that he's being wrong, no doubt yeah. in my mind he's going to sue. So so if he signed a five-year uh, a five-year contract at three million dollars a year, 
I don't see him breaking that contract unless he's getting nine million dollars or whatever it is. So, but do you honestly see him back in, the, oh my in that company in any shape or form after what's happened? I think I've said this before. I wouldn't bring him back to the company. Okay, but, but I'm not TK, and I don't know what's in TK's mind and how he sees the business aspect of it. Like, what brings me more? Basically, it's this. What brings me more to business? The, the EVPs or CM Punk? Both of them in the same company is not going to happen. That's it. You're getting rid of one or the other. So, what brings me more to the company long term? Well, it's one name, and it's so it's like either one name, you lose either one name or you lose three names. Yes. And which one's way more in the balance for you? CM three names. And then, and Jeff, Jeff has a, uh, uh, Jeff a just credible. A credible, a credible uh, view on this. Are we not, we might not agree, but it's definitely, it's definitely a viable uh, solution. It's definitely because something that's worth talk to, talking about. That one guy yeah. is worth it. Yeah, that one guy brings this. Yeah. That's what it's about. Have have the, the the elite move the needle as much as as CM Punk did in that first week where no. the speculation he was coming. No, no, because that's, no. that's has he has he has he moved that needle uh, forward after that? Also, no. So that move that needle moved up past the one per, uh, the one million, and it okay. stayed there after a but, year of CM Punk. It never went more up than that. But, but it also he also brought it higher than it was with the DVPs before. So that's right. why it's debatable, right. and we can talk about this. But mm -hmm. Omega Omega is in his prime now. Punk's prime passed no, him. Omega is not in his prime now. But well, yeah, he's in his he's in his late thirties. He's yeah. in his he's younger. Yes, I understand that he's younger than uh, CM Punk, and that's what that's what you mean by that. But I think CM Punk not being around for seven years has maybe yeah. a, a longer a, a longer stretch now going forward than than Omega. Omega can't put on uh, bangers after bangers no more like he <laughs> like he did. If he if he puts on a, a, a 30, 40 minute match with a Adam Page or Mox or even even worse Daniel uh, Brian Danielson, it's gonna hurt him much more after that that match than it will hurt um, uh, CM Punk because mm. CM Punk is more fresh. Yes, he's older, but he's oh, more fresh. and I mean this guy's been getting injured though, right? He injured and his, there's that uh, too. Yeah, you're right. You're right. CM so Punk has has got he's, he's, he's two time champion, and I think he held the belt for like five minutes, like in total. <laughs> in total. <laughs> So, and he's been two-time AEW uh, champion, but so so he, JLB is right there too. He also is a bit of a liability in injury in injury uh, uh, wise, but yep. it, it comes out to what I said. Uh, what do you if you're Tony if you're Tony Khan? What do you think is more important to your company? Is it the elite or is it CM Punk? Jeff, you okay? I, I Jeff might think it's uh, CM Punk. I might think it's the elite. You guys might have a different opinion or a more uh, nuanced nuanced opinion to that, but I think that's where it lies, and I think we could discuss it, and I think it's going to be a discussion uh, discussion topic for probably the next year because he's what nine months injured, right? So we won't know before, mm. oh, and unless true, we right? unless we get the elite coming back in the next few weeks, because if I if I don't see the elite before full gear, uh, no, sorry. Um, uh, yeah, full, full gear, gear is the next pay per view. Right? Full, full gear is the next pay per view. Yeah. If we see the, the elite before full gear or there's at something. full gear, there's something. Then I uh, then I start questioning myself. Then there's a problem mm. here. Then there's. Uh, 
Well, I mean, it, it all depends on uh, what's going on, right? If this is going to go to court. You're not going to see Elite or CM Punk or Dirt Sheets knowing anything until this is all completely done. So I imagine lawsuits are happening. It's going to have to go to court. Court takes forever. It's not going to be right away. So then you have CM Punk's injury as well. Um, then you have non-disclosure agreements. What are we going to mention? You can't mention anything about this at all, blah, blah, blah. We also are going to threaten to sue again once more. So we might not end up knowing anything. Um, Maybe the elite and CM Punk end up just getting kind of the shaft or the elite at least gets off of EVPs. And Tony Khan's like, okay, well, you guys aren't EVPs anymore. You're just regular wrestlers and this is what you'll be. Is there merch for Punk on the, the site? Ooh, good question. I don't think so. It's what, I think, what about the Yeah, anything. Anything. I know they haven't mentioned. Definitely. And they've three times in three different ROH uh, uh, World Championship matches where they've mentioned past champions. They always uh, omit uh, CM Punk. Always. Yep. <clears throat> when they've mentioned guys from uh, Ring of Honor. No, I mean, that are not in Ring of Honor. Oh, or sorry. Now. Sorry, sorry. Apparently, yeah, uh, while you're looking, uh, apparently, Adam Cole, maybe the concussion is more serious than um, yeah. than yeah. we previously thought. So that's why he snitched the fucking rat. But... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well, they're still selling the a- uh, CM Punk action figure on oh, okay. AEW shop. Okay, I guess they got to shirt- get rid of the ones they already built. Yeah, <laughs> I have but, not seen any CM Punk. I've not seen any uh, Kenny Omega stuff or Elite stuff, though. That's well, it. we're gonna be here all night before you search the whole website. So that's fair. Fair point. Yeah. If you type, yeah, Elite is there as well. Young Bucks, yeah. yeah so they're all still there. Okay. All right. Well, so well, there's hope. There's still s- hope. There's still hope. There's still hope. Yeah. yeah. It's time for a cigarette for cost. Yeah, that means it's time for uh, Justin to take us home. That's it. That's it. <laughs> Kid Crazy, keep doing what you do every week. What you did this week before the show, you do again next week and the oh. week after. And I guarantee you, our shows are going to be banger after banger after banger. Because <laughs> hot diggity down. We'll get affiliated on Twitch pretty quick. We'll and, I'm still, Twitch and I'm still here with you guys, so it's working. I'm not. Uh... It's true. It's eight thirty. Oh shit! Oh Gangster man, we've been here right. for a hot minute. I uh, think it's home, that's bro. why you're feening. That's why you're feening for the cigarette. And I do hope you guys did enjoy this Thursday night rundown. Here we will be back next week, and of course we will be delivering everything that comes out from CM Punk and the Elite to everything going on with Bray Wyatt. So look out off all our social medias at WTN Wrestling on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Twitch is a little different. Twitch.tv slash WTN underscore wrestling talk. Now feel free to like uh, and follow because uh, we do want to hear from you and we do appreciate the support. Thank you for the Nelsons of the world, um, the Ambrosias of the world, and um, everyone else who uh, ended up for commenting and coming, uh, coming and supporting us as always. And uh, of course, you can always follow our fellow co-hosts. Let's start with the crazy one because uh, he's been uh, going after banger after banger over here. Kid Crazy, where can they follow you, good sir? 
Well, if you want some bangers, <laughs> you just follow. No, I'm joking. Uh, you can follow me on uh, on uh, Facebook if you want to chat anything other than wrestling. On uh, Michael Costa, just look up. I'll be right there, the first one to pop up. At least I think so. Um, and you <laughs> could follow me on Instagram or Twitter at uh, Saltita underscore Costa. And for anything wrestling, just right here, WTN. And look it up in the double doos or whatever it is. <laughs> Uh, you see that—that that I like, not that other bullshit. That double doos, I like. Double doos, it's the same thing. No, it's not. Oh, that's great. And uh, you can certainly look it up in the down below in the doobly doos. But you can, uh, if you do want to hear Big Red, where he, where you can also follow him. You can also follow him on these social medias, such as uh, Twitter under Big Red seventy eight nineteen WTN. And if you like hockey, off the bench with me and the crazy one True. is the place to be. Yeah, I would do that with you guys, too. I'm up for that. Too. Okay. There we go. There you go. It's a Los Angeles Kings fans talking there. So. It's okay. Respect, 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 <laughs> respect. LA is good. Philly sucks. Oh, shots fired. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead. It's Okay. Giroux is in Giroux is in Ottawa now, so it's, you know it's Giroux. It's Giroux. Giroux. And of course, you can follow the uh, negative Nancy of our podcast, uh, Mr. Jeff T. Uh, where can they follow you, good sir? Only on social media. Only yeah, you can follow me at uh, JT underscore nine seven eight three. And also, I know it's tomorrow, but I want to wish one of my oldest friends of thirty four years. A happy birthday. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, I'm, of, I'm officially entering the middle age crisis. Yeah, I'll, I'll be there next year. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go, guys. Next time you see me, I'll be a middle aged man. So you'll, you'll definitely go. be a year. You'll definitely be a year. I'm going to buy myself sir. a Ferrari or something. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> Perfect. And uh, that pretty much concludes our show. So we will see you next Thursday as we run it down all over again. And um, we will see you next time. So until then, ciao for now.